With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash spoken. That's linkedin.com slash spoken. Terms and conditions apply. This week on a very special Valentine's Day episode of We Hate Movies, well... Who among us has not humiliated our parents on a nationwide scale? It's Sleepless in Seattle. I'm Andrew Jupin. Burping in the Bronx, Steve Sadak. Uh, Eric Sleepscuff. Chitty in Cincinnati. <laughs> and we hate movies. Thank you for tuning in. As always, that's right. This Valentine's Day, we're talking Sleepless in Seattle from 1993. Nice. Oh, yeah. Directed by Nora Ephron. Rest in peace. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Rest yes, in peace. Yes, yes. A great writer, I would say. I, I really... Nominated for Best Original Screenplay. I am a little, you know, I, 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 it made the money, so it makes sense. But yeah. the, I, I, when you watch this again, you're a little bit like, eh. there's some stuff. Yeah, there's, eh. yeah. I mean, like, it just, there's some, like, some stuff. There's some stuff. Well, yeah, I mean, this is a movie about a deranged stalker that is sure. <laughs> that, that does uproots her entire life to try to like intervene on this ma- poor man. Oh, was this, this widower? Based, yeah, yeah. Was this based on that woman that was stalking David Letterman for a while? Or? <laughs> I think so. Oh, yes. <laughs> Uh, and the number one VHS tape I don't have in my house, <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle. Look, the world needed, you know, a, a female version of Peeping Tom. It had to happen <laughs> right, eventually. Right. Somebody had to do it. Good movie, better Great movie. movie. Uh, movie. That, but the thing about it is, though, like this movie, like Peeping Tom, I mean, we could have had some murders here. Mm. Oh, that'd be nice. Definitely. This definitely could have used a little bit of a body count. Like, if you know, the, just all of a sudden Victor Garber is like slaughtered one night. <laughs> oh, Dude, I mean, but that's the thing is if there when she goes to his house, which we'll get to when she stalks around his house. Oh, yeah. Literally stalks. If there was a nosy neighbor, she'd have to like, like fucking yes, like yes. Leatherface smash this guy. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You know, that might be a good way to do it because you have no you've got. Well, you got the, you got to get an alibi. I guess you don't have that. And the plane tickets are probably evidence. But back then, I felt yeah. like. You could probably cover shit up easier. Just get on an airplane, fly somewhere, kill some rando. Mm-hmm. Totally. And then leave. Well, yeah. she's kind no one will ever suspect, right? She kind of does part of that because <laughs> yeah. she's like, she tells Bill Pullman, like, oh, yeah, I have to go to this big conference that's definitely not in Seattle. Yeah. I mean, we'll get to her trip and all the weirdness of it because, like, she's, and this is something that should happen at the end of the movie or at least in the middle of it or mm-hmm. whatever. 
Like she keeps talking about writing a story because all of this is like being funded by her job. And oh, like yeah. Rosie O'Donnell. Rosie O'Donnell's hide, getting hiding those checks. Yeah, exactly. Built for fucking hundreds well, of maybe thousands. Well, here's the thing. I think if this all like comes out, you know, the right. fucking tax man comes calling for the newspaper mm-hmm. or whatever, yeah. the magazine or whatever this is. Yeah. Like Rosie's going down too because she's instigating this. Yeah, she's she like, is. Oh yeah, don't you want to fly out there and do the interview in person? Well, but then no one interview, nothing, nothing happens. Well, apparently, look, whatever is going on with her and Rick, it seems like a real bad situation over there. Also, you need to cast somebody right. as that guy. This yeah. bullshit. Like sitcom, it's a character we're talking about that's never around. A plus casting in that department, Kevin Dunn. Oh yeah, done for it. Getting it done with Kevin Dunn. (laughs) Oh, is that not the title of his podcast? (laughs) It should be. (laughs) Train conductor Kevin Dunn. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Totally. He's just like a blue collar fella, you know, married to Rosie. Gets a few many two drinks one night. Suddenly gets a little, you know. Well, (laughs) I guess. Well, gets gets a few drinks in him and Uh uh, maybe sees something he shouldn't. What exactly? Got to take him out. I was going to say, what exactly is the you know there? There's a lot of describing a blue collar fella and they're supposedly a terrible relationship together. I like the idea, Uh like Nora Ephron's like pitching this movie, even though it wasn't her. It was somebody else's original script. But like she's pitching this movie, like we're the studio. Like, all right, so you're gonna want Kevin Dunn in there, and then it's gonna turn into a murder mystery, of course. And they're like, she's like, wait, what? What happened to my movie? But that's uh, not what happens in an affair no. to remember. So, I mean, this movie is is a sweet movie. It's okay sweet. to like a movie. Yeah, of course, it's, it is. It's you know, this is kind of like a classic in the rom com oh, genre. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a titan. It's a titan of the is, genre. It is. It was a huge hit, and I think it's one of the. I mean. The greatest romantic comedies of the 90s were mostly about insane people. Mm. Oh, yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Usually the ones, I mean, we, we've already done You've Got Mail, also about people who are just out of their minds. But isn't yeah. it crazy that, like, My Best know, Friend's Wedding, another fucking blue yes. Definitely. Oh, uh, The Truth About Cats and Dogs, that's yeah, a fucking oh, yes. nutso one. So you grow up watching this saying, I need to be, I need to be even crazier <laughs> yes. in order to find someone. And then the internet comes along and suddenly they make it all illegal. <laughs> and now I can't stalk and do all that stuff. And you were so good at it too, Eric. You had such <laughs> promise. And the we, we open true. on a graveyard. Dude, I, this, this is, is I burst out fucking laughing. <laughs> I never saw this movie before. Really? This first, yes, never. I think you had the same reaction last week. But wow. yes, I never saw this movie. <laughs> I'm shocked. I'm genuinely shocked by that. I just didn't. It yeah. just never was on. I don't know why. There's uh, absolutely no reason for Eric to care but about this movie. Come it on. was Everywhere. I think that's why I avoided it. I have uh, seen clips of it everywhere. Sure. I've heard line. I've seen scenes. I have never seen it beginning to end. So when it opens and it's just like, mommy got sick. <laughs> and then it's a fucking graveyard. And then we pan up, pan up from the grave to be like, Chicago, baby. <laughs> so the, the, all right, the, best, the best Chicago, baby <laughs> shot in the movie, which there is too. That one, because yes. yes. the Sears Tower arises yeah. as if it's like from the ashes. But there is like when he's like decides to leave Chicago, he's like, Everywhere I, I look, it makes me think of her. And it's them at Wrigley Field high-fiving. Dude, I mean, like, come on. Why don't you just have them dressed up as the Blues Brothers? Like, the most obvious yes. place. And Maggie, the, Maggie liked the Cubbies. I have a question about that shot, though. Because, one, it's like 
Tom Hanks doing a little bit of narration. Yes. Not narration. It's it's bad voiceover. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mommy got sick, he says. It's but so funny. His mouth isn't moving. Like yeah. they're just standing at this grave. And it's a weird you think it's a two shot, but then we're like backing out and it's a huge crowd of people. I was like, oh my God, no one came to this woman's funeral. <laughs> but since we get this shot where like the camera comes up and, and like we said, like the Hancock Tower, the Chicago skyline like comes up. Yeah. But I'm looking at it and I was like, what angle is this from? Yes. Was this a mocked up <laughs> shot? Because where it, the angle this looked, I was like, a, is this the middle of the lake? It's a floating island full of graves. Yeah, right? I, I was like, where is this cemetery? It's, it's in, No, it's actually in uh, Alec Baldwin and Gina Davis's house at Beetlejuice, you oh, see. Oh, sure. Uh, and he's in there. <laughs> they were married in Roosevelt Island. Yeah, mommy just, got hit by a sandworm. <laughs> so there's this lady wearing a Cubs hat riding the thing like fucking Dune. <laughs> All right, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Dirty beloved. Oh, yes. Oh, totally. I mean, the fucking funniest thing, or first of all, this little conversation he's having with his son at the fucking tombstone (laughs) should have been happening earlier. (laughs) A. B. The funniest line is it to me, mommy got sick. Oh, so funny. Don't don't get me done. uh, If we think about why, we'll go crazy. That Uh it doesn't mean that. I killed her, actually. <laughs> just don't think about it. Don't think about it. It's Ma- fine. Listen, mommy and daddy went on a boat, and then mommy got sick, mm-hmm. and she'll never be seen ever again. Yep, that's exactly right. Daddy mm-hmm. likes his shovels and his rope. You know, you've always known this about daddy. <laughs> mommy and daddy took a drive up to the peak, and mommy got a little mouthy, and then mommy got sick. <laughs> Architects always have shovels and ropes. You that's, know, they go to true. job sites. That's how you measure. That's how a, a master architect exactly. measures. And he's got hulking uh, Rob Reiner in, in the wings. That guy could dismember a body well, real quick. He has before, and he'll strike again, dude. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, like a lobster leg. He pulls those things off. Like, crack, here we go. Well, that's the weird thing. This movie was like sort of middle Rob Reiner, which I, ha- I haven't seen in a while. Like, you know, obviously like a, right. uh, what do you call All in the Family? He's a big you know, big meathead, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> it had been a while since I'd seen him. And I forgot how tall he was. So, like, oh, yeah. yes. he's walking next to Hanks. And I'm like, this dude's a fucking behemoth. Well, Absolutely. How tall, how tall is Hanks? Like, 5'5"? Five, five, <laughs> That's a good point. He <laughs> at least know. looks tall. Yeah. I would say Tom Hanks is 5'7"? <laughs> I would say Tom Hanks is probably at least as tall as me, 5'10". I'm going to I'm gonna throw that out there. Now we're we're gambling on how tall Tom Rob, Hanks. Well, is. Let's Rob Reiner is a monster, and I think that's the only reason that uh, Tom Hanks is coming to him for dating advice. Six called, feet. There you go. See, tall Six guy. Foot. Wow. So yeah, Rob Reiner, man. Oh wow. I'm a I'm about a Tom Hank. If he uh, <laughs> if Rob Reiner wasn't a Hollywood nepo baby, he could have been a fucking football player. Or something. Oh yeah. Get this, Chet Hanks, five ten. Uh, oh man, Chet Hanks is my height. That's Carl, Carl, Rob, Rob Ryder, six two, dude. Wow, wow, he's, oh, yeah. he's he's as tall as this data for Colin Hanks. <laughs> That's cool. Um, Should we of, go through more heights? No. no speaking Eric. of Colin Hanks, well, this is when we sort of. It's this weird like montage of sadness because we have to get our assets to Seattle, and for some reason we start in Chicago. Sure. Um, yep. And this is when you meet uh, Rita Wilson and the great Victor Garber. Absolutely. A uh, previous couple from our uh, an episode called Invisible Child. Oh, oh that's man. right. They are yes. both the couple in they, that. They together. Are. Reunion. That was oh a reunion. Did they talk God. about that? I would imagine that it came up. Garber's a buddy of, of the Hankses, and they're just kind of hanging so? around. Yeah. You He's know? got, like, keys to the palace. Yeah. <laughs> Chet's godfather. <laughs> 
Oh, yeah, Chet's Godfather. Wait, wait, do you think Victor Garber has listened to a rap song with Chet Hanks at any point? Oh, yeah. I think he's been sent it. Like Rita, Rita Wilson yeah, was yeah, like, oh, yeah. here's an email. Oh, right. Chet's got a great song. He's so talented. And he so just creative. deleted it. Oh, oh, Chet, I love this one. This one's called Because I Got High. But the, one, the, one that, the thing that confused me, not confused me, but like when I read the Wikipedia, copious Wikipedia d- description, Rita Wilson is his sister in this movie. What? I never got what? that. I just Tom thought Hanks. Is yes, I just always. I didn't get that. At I all. always read nope. it as they were just they were a couple friends. Friend. Yeah. yeah, like a friend yeah. couple. Yeah, yeah. Like we were. Yeah, we were a couple friends, and your wife died, but we're still we're still with you. Friends. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, no. Why I, would I, they never mention that? I, I, this is a, apparently uh, despite. I think it's on IMDb too. It's like despite playing his sister, Rita Wilson's actually his oh, wife. Like, I know that. You know. No, she. I'm sorry. No, she isn't. They yeah. never. She never yes. is like. Mom said this. Or exactly. My brother, Uncle fucking Albert. I feel so yeah. bad for my brother. No, yeah, she, yeah. they're friends. They're uh, just friends. I will say they're they are fucking they, they're, they're fucking, swappers. Those sons of they're bitches. Swapping. They're sons of bitches. I'll tell you this much. Oh, they're, boy. they're bringing this guy to the airport. And I know it's been a little while since uh, they buried uh, the uh, is it Maggie? And no, yeah, Maggie. Maggie. I think it, it, is, is, Maggie. it is Maggie. It is Maggie. It's Maggie. It is Maggie. Yes. Since they buried Maggie. But she's also like, you're going to find someone. I'm like. You know what? Until he brings this up, you don't bring this up. Yeah, yeah I think they so, say in the movie it's been like a year and a half or something like. Well, that. that's when they skip. That's when right, they do. There's a, there's but an, they're at the airport. There's and an eighteen months later jump yeah. early in the movie, and it's such an arbitrary amount of time to jump. Yeah, because that makes sense for when you would start dating. But literally, when Victor Garber and Rita Wilson are at the airport bringing home, she's like, "Don't worry, you're gonna find somebody soon." And I'm like, "The fuck are yeah. you talking about? Like, can I just handle moving halfway across the country first? How about but that?" First this- of all, I, yelled, I just yelled at my fat boss and pretty much got fired because he was like, "Oh, here's the, I mean, here's the number of my shrink is pretty shitty." First of all, it is, and, and he goes through the the litany of the list of all the shitty things people have said yeah. like they could talk to this guy talk to that guy talk to the, 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 the. Yeah. parents <laughs> without partners partners without parents <laughs> sons of bitches i hate that these but, people care about me. prostitute prostitute <laughs> prostitute i'm not gonna do it it's rude of him to move across the country here because what if her ghost is trying to find him mm, and suddenly this. like where yo dude what where are you i, well, I would i would imagine the afterlife has international travel i don't Can know I tell dude you. i think it's tough dude it's nope. tough to figure out nope nope you're totally wrong. Well, what's that? Because I am a little bit of a ghost TV aficionado. Oh, oh no. Okay. When we go on tour, one of my hotel TV things is watching ghost <laughs> right. shows, and there's definitely been multiple things. But do you about think they people moving? They know and the more ghost than me. Follows them. Yeah. They know more than me. What the ghosts? No, the ghost experts. Well, you're not a ghost expert. I sort of am. No, well, you just cause aren't. You, just because you make people into ghosts doesn't <laughs> make you a ghost expert. Oh, they we follow watched, them. Okay, so it's like the scent or something? Yeah, okay. We watched one episode of a show which I didn't know existed, which is the funniest show title at least mm. uh, called Eli Roth's a ghost ruined my life uh-huh. that made it. me laugh yep yeah <laughs> I've watched that <laughs> I've watched it, it uh, well, c- can I ask is it like are there actual like big things that they do or is it just like uh, they they made me burn my eggs. Yeah, no, no, this was like this lady was like. I mean, clearly there was no fucking ghost, but she was just like, oh, there was this like scary ghost, and like I brought it in, and I had a great, 
I had a good job and my kids loved and my kid loved me and my but then my boyfriend left and now I'm bartending making okay money. I'm like, that just sounds like you had a downturn. In yeah, life. Your life <laughs> fell apart. Don't blame the fucking what? ghosts on that. Are, it was like the light like coming on and off. That just <laughs> might be bad electricity. Like well, that's I remember one of those Eli Roth's A Ghost Ruined My Life where I think there was something about like this lady had like a haunted credenza or something. Mm-hmm. And oh. it just, it, you know, it was like depression. I just felt shitty. And again, it's like, no, I think I that's the when I watched. Was yes, it? It was, it was, <laughs> she brought a condensed into her house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it made her crazy. It made yeah. her get depressed and blah, blah, blah. Like the, the daughter started bonding with the ghost for a while. So and the ghosts live inside of this thing? Dude, I you guess got so. jealous of an imaginary friend. <laughs> First of all, you bring a condensed into your house. You, you were lucky if you get ghosts because that's going to have fucking bed bugs. Bed on. bugs, yeah, cockroaches. Yeah, 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 and get back at the ghost by, you know, not using a coaster on it. <laughs> uh, I like that. Now there is a water ring on my eternal resting place. They hate exactly. this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, they, he moves to Seattle. Uh, his, you know, his friends wish him well. And then, like, yeah, we kind of have this time jump now. An undetermined time jump. We meet Meg Ryan and... Cuck of the year, Bill Pullman. Oh, what the fuck? This is insane. Their entire relationship is he's like totally fine. And she's just like, and he's 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 sneezing and he's got allergies. It's weird. He's so weird. <laughs> it's a 1993 Bill Pullman with a good job and he seems nice. What are you crazy? Well, oh, he can't even sleep right. You should see I, him. He's got tissues. To Eric's point, they do make it sound like. The way they are describing the amount of allergies and like the things that he has, yeah. he would have been dead by twelve. He's yeah. got to like, be the boy in the plastic bubble. Yes. Like, this just they, doesn't make sense. They talk about the peanut allergy that he has, like it's like such a horrible, like oh god, ugh, nasty. And nowadays, if you have a peanut allergy, they fucking got a pit of metal on you. <laughs> Do they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think what you mean to say is that we now make more concessions yes, for people that suffer which is, from... Which is good. Yes. Uh, right. No, it's yes. good. They don't it's get good. benefits from the military. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing, Chris. I haven't finished following the money. I but, see. Uh, of course. <laughs> One day I'm, you'll I'm get to it. looking into it. It sure. had been a really long time since I'd seen this movie, and I forgot, like, where, like, when in the calendar year we're setting the movie. Yes. So when we get to It's Baltimore, where Meg Ryan and Bill Pullman live 18 months later... I was like, oh, man, is this a Christmas movie? Fuck me. Thankfully, it's only one scene. Yeah. This is a stacked as shit cast wherein she goes in and her brother is David Hyde Pierce and yep. her sister is Francis Conroy. Yes. It's yeah. Pretty like something. a baby faced right. Francis Conroy. Well, yeah. Weird. Isn't- isn't Con- Francis Conroy is the what is it Harold's her cousin? Oh, okay. They got do it. this whole thing on the way out. Oh, like, right. They say. Uh, Irene threatened Francis O'Connor apparently uh, uh, Conroy Francis yeah. Conroy uh, uh, w- w- was going to kill the dog unless Harold came back oh Dude, wow this is and- all like Gabby Gab rom-com yes. smart dialogue snack, yeah. but, I hate it. but what doesn't make like it would make sense if later that paid off but when you meet Harold and Irene like there's nothing to sense that they are fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, that this lady was like, I'm going to kill your dog because you won't come home. I do like they have a little runner because they're talking about like, it's, it's a, you know, like Andrew said, it's a lot of over talky, snappy snap stuff going on. And like we're talking about his allergies. This one guy, Francis Conroy's bit, it's just like, because he's allergic to bees. Yeah, the bees, he's allergic. And she keeps bringing it up over and over. It's a funny mm. runner. And that, the yeah. guy is great. Yeah. yeah, bees will kill me. Bees, <laughs> but I'm allergic to the bees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, it can't be outside. But the bees. There is a great, I mean, we, 
I, I wonder, because this movie is an hour and 45 minutes. I wonder what... Blessed hour 45. Uh, yeah, absolutely. It doesn't drag or anything like that, but it just feels like things are missing. And one of them is when, and I'm getting a little ahead here, but we're, Steve mentioned David Hyde Pierce, who I love. Sure. Oh, you yeah. know, from similar-ish hometowns where oh, Chris yeah. and I came from. So, like, always loved the guy. He's this from actually, Albany? Uh, Saratoga Springs, actually. Really? Yeah. Nice. This fancy oh, where did he where did he go to school to teach him like, like to not talk like he's from all <laughs> I, I don't know acting the Saratoga <laughs> dialect uh, consortium of course uh, yeah no, no, yeah no, they talk never... a little different 30 minutes up the road you know <laughs> um but so this was a big year for him because this movie came out the same year that Fraser started oh uh, okay but there's a part where she goes to visit him at work yeah. to get advice and they clearly have put a lot of effort into making his office yes. and where he works and blah, blah, blah. And he apparently is some big deal conductor. Yeah. And he, you know, she goes into his office and he's got the little conductor wand and everything. And it's just never again. No. Nope. You, you never see him again. There was a was, deleted scene of him and his intern, Lydia Tarr. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just, it seemed to me like there was, they went to a lot of effort. For this single scene yes. to show what he does for well, a living, because he's a professor. They they just say professor the first time around, but like I would love that the fucking like, well the fifth bronze. I mean, you can't, <laughs> you can't just do that. It's a mystery. Well, it's a, it's a it's a Nora Ephron thing. Everyone is well moneyed, so he's of got course, he's got yeah. he's got a conductor job. Sure. La- later in this dinner scene. Her mother is like, oh, here's your grandmother's dress. The historical society has been up uh, my ass about it. It's like, you know uh, what? My, my, my grandmother was buried in her fucking wedding dress, dude. Like, yeah, you know dude, what I mean? Know. This is like some sick fucking Daughters of the American Revolution shit oh, or something. You yeah. must have cold salmon. <laughs> what will we do if we do not have cold salmon? And then that's a thing that you also think the movie is going to like start up, but it, it totally doesn't because you literally mm. never see the man again. Meg Ryan's father, you know, yeah. they announced that they're engaged at the table, you know, on Christmas Eve. And he's immediately like, okay, yeah, you got to have the cold salmon. We're going to do it here at the garden in June. And I was like, oh, it's going to be like a- an overbearing oh. dad character. Oh, oh, right. oh, no, but Annie, you must, you must invite Jeffrey Epstein and Ghislaine. <laughs> you must. They must be they there. They are. They are moneyed. They, and everyone who's money definitely has ties to things like that. If not them, their grandparents or whoever definitely... Oh. Did human but trafficking, etc. I'm or always slavery. screwing it up. It's Ghislaine or Ghislaine. It's Ghislaine or Ghislaine. Either way, she's just wonderful. <laughs> I do think that, like, that the, the weird, the Bill Pullman thing is a weird thread of the movie where, like, that would have been helpful if it was, like, oh, the pressure of our wedding is, like, if, if that's what the it's movie was crumbling, about. it's crumbling us. And then she, like, finds this outlet, which is this guy she's deeply obsessed with. You know yeah, what I mean? Right, like, oh, sure, yeah. that's Dude, something. There is, and, you know, Everyone in this room knows it. I'm sure thousands of you out there know this. When you're meeting the partner's family, it's very nerve wracking. It's mm. very tough. But poor Bill Pullman, man, he just has a real fucking dud hit immediately oh, at this dude. dinner table where they're like, are you excited to be engaged? And he's like, it appears to me on this day that I'm the luckiest man. And he does a really bad, like, Fucking uh-huh. Lou Gehrig reference, and they're all like, "What?" I love that. Yeah, there's someone's like, "Oh, proud of the Oh, baseball reference. Oh, it's a historical reference. It's a baseball. It's a historical, <laughs> famous reference. movie. Wonderful movie. Dude, I would take a fucking knife to my throat the, to, to come back from that moment. You can't. Yeah. Like it's it's almost as bad when you stand up to make a joke in in a room full of people and it bombs. And you got to sit back down. Oh, when are you like, standing up to make jokes? If you're doing like a, if you're doing a bit, and you're just like, hey, now your arms are moving. Oh, and you're and like, like really getting into it. And then, 
sounds like no one's into it. At, a, at one of our live shows? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> so far, every time we rise from a chair at a live show, they're like, holy shit, they're walking. <laughs> oh, you're quoting Pride of the Yankees. Are you 73 or no? I love the scene where they're like, so they're talking about the wedding dress up in like the attic or whatever. Kind of a nice like redone attic, yeah. which of is Of course it is. Cool. It's a fucking Nora Efron movie. They've got oh, yeah. it like that, yeah, baby. You're totally right. Very and, organized. It looks wonderful. So this is some wild shit, though, that this mother's going on about where she's basically talking to her, talking to Meg Ryan about like, and, you know, oh, on the wedding night when you finally, you know, get in there, don't worry. It it took me and your father about a month and a half to get it figured out. Wait, was, what? No, she said a year. I think she is said a full a year. year. She a, didn't know how to get get a penis in her for No, I think the idea is this guy likes ass play and she didn't realize oh, that. He was, probably, sure. she was probably far too sheepish he, to talk about he it. He wants a right Remy and <laughs> yes. she hasn't done that before, Eric. <laughs> right, 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 right. The historical right. society yes. didn't sign <laughs> off on they, it. They don't wow, like that. Dude. But then Meg Ryan is like, Oh, don't worry about that, Mom. We already and she's like, Oh, fiddle dee dee. Oh, did you? Mother, so you've already, already co- have a plug. <laughs> oh, so you've already covered the rim job. Thank God. Oh, God. these I know these were your grandmother's anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> they pop when they come out. They're they're, they're made, sound made out of emeralds. You see? Yes. Oh, yes. They were they were in the Revolutionary War. Mm. Oh, yes. This was George Washington's <laughs> anal beads. That's right. Oh, and Ben Franklin had a crack at them too. <laughs> they're wooden, just like his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> and as long as you keep them oiled and polished, they pop right out. <laughs> oh, um, this was a sex swing given to me by Dolly Madison. Uh, it doesn't really work anymore. You see, it's more it's presentational. It's just an example of when you don't take care of your sex toys, they will fall apart. <laughs> uh, but there's this, I mean, like, and it's a lot of like business to get here because like, they it it makes absolutely no sense why Bill Pullman and Meg Ryan are in two different cars. It was bothering me yes. so much, and she's like, "Well, because we've got to drive up to his uh, parents in D.C., which is not that big of a drive." And then and he's like, "You sure you don't want to come in the same car with me?" And she's like, "No, because I want to. I got to ride to work in the uh, morning or what? I, yeah, I didn't I mean, totally understand. It. So, yeah, I mean the whole thing. I mean it, it's part of what the movie is getting at. Is like that's sensible, not romantic. Yeah, oh, I that's, see. See, oh. like that would that actually is planning and talking to your partner, which you should not fucking do. <laughs> what you should do is just magically go anywhere you want. Mm-hmm, and it just everything's magic. I mean, yeah, that, yeah. dude, we are saying. Listen, here's the thing. We are saying two words in this movie repeatedly, and it sucks ass. Wishes and magic. That's like, what, is there a djinn going to show up? You wish to have a wonderful husband. Well, first, I'm going to murder his wife. There's a perfect man out there for you, but he's married, so I'm going to murder well, you see, son, I found this uh, magic genie bottle and a gin came out and then mommy got sick. Oh, yes. I would have to take Carrie Lowell. She'll have be mine before she goes on to law and order. <laughs> Is that who plays the dead yes, wife? Yes, yeah, yes. She's one of the ADAs, the short-haired ADA. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. She comes back sometimes in SVU occasionally. I other, probably recognize her. Other one her. got murdered, I'm pretty sure. Yes. We did kill that one ADA. But the mafia did it. Yes. yes. In the trunk. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Pretty great. Pretty um, great. But so, like, she's driving by herself because Bill Pullman's driving ahead of her, which is just absolutely. On Christmas Eve, it's absolutely it's, insane. It's stupid. It's insane. One of the lines was like, oh, uh, I forgot uh, the 
present in the yeah. house. We're already late. You go ahead. I'll Here, be okay. 10 minutes behind you. So here's something that's crazy. Why did you bring that present in the house in the fucking first place? <laughs> that's true. If the person to receive said present wasn't going to be there. Leave it in one of the two cars you have outside. <laughs> like, I would just be like, if you saw people go, what the fuck is well, that problem? It was in the same bag. I don't want to pick through it. <laughs> Let's get in or we're going to miss the charcuterie. Well, listen, I mean, that could be actually, dude. <laughs> that sounds very true to life. Yeah. If we leave grandmother's anal beads in the car, surely some vagabond will come along and steal them. <laughs> so, These are great. <laughs> so you bring them into the house, dear. Oh, dear, yes. These are my leather thigh highs. <laughs> it is a weird thing, though, where she's like, oh, uh, you know, I got to go back in the house and get this present. And he's just standing there. And she's like, well, we're going to be late for your parents. Like, why don't you go ahead? And he's just like, oh, wait. And he's just like robotically staring ahead. Yeah. And it's just another weird thing that they try to make this character do so but by the end of the movie you're like yeah he's kind of a wet blank oh no, he's so weird weird With, guy you know the sneeze he did <laughs> <laughs> hey watch that sneeze asshole you're gonna lose meg ryan uh, and he does he does uh, and then, and then she's driving in the car she puts on the radio yes she hears this this twisted talk radio program which these were all the rage back in the day hey there my dad hasn't slept in a couple of years this is tom waits calling in from sleepless in seattle i'm a little eight-year-old boy with a boppy haircut i keep on asking what's he building in there <laughs> do you got any tips on getting my dad some pussy <laughs> Well, like that, I, I have to say, we when we when he drops the fact that Tom Hanks is hasn't slept, I'm like, he should look a lot worse. Yeah, yes. he should have like big mm. bags. He should be half drooling. Yeah, my, maybe a tooth missing. My dad isn't sleeping, and the piano isn't drinking. You know what I mean, ladies and gentlemen. I'm an eight year old boy from Seattle. <laughs> Why is he talking like that? He's got a raspy little voice. Am the I wrong? Kid, yeah. Kid, Jonah. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. Yeah. I think he's on two packs a day already. <laughs> exactly. Or oh, you got to stunt his growth, dude, so you can keep them kid rolls coming. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> I, I didn't blow up here, but I'm big in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Call me the eyeball kid. Uh, they, uh, my, so yeah, he calls it. It's like, my dad is blah, blah, blah. And like, yeah, this is. And she kind of gets called. She's she's getting drawn and we're watching. And Meg Ryan's fantastic. She's very charming. You're watching. Yeah. You're watching her do. It's a tough role. It's a tough scene to play. Like, cause she's like very actively listening, but it's not annoying. It's very kind of fun. You yeah, know what I mean? Well, like she does try to like give it up at one point. Yes. And she's like, oh, let me change the station or whatever. Yes. And she kind of noodles around the dial. It is a really hilarious. You guys catch the bad Foley work here. Mm. All she's doing, because it's, it's like a, you know, it's a midnight or it's an early yeah. 90s sedan that sure. she's driving. It's not some old fucking thing with like a eight track deck in it or something. It's just like little buttons, you know, mm-hmm. preset yeah, buttons. Yeah. But she's pressing these preset buttons and the Foley noise every time she presses the button is like what you would use if someone's pressing like a big chunky button on a tape recorder or like a boom yep. box mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. It is hysterical. She's like, oh, not that one. Chunk. Later, when she does the background check and she's using that keyboard, it was absolutely driving me insane. Oh, yeah. I like a nice chunky keyboard. Yeah. You got that mechanical keyboard. I did. And then I had to uh, switch it to a quieter version because it kept on coming up on recordings. <laughs> Um, you can always tell when you were like looking something up on like yeah, on the episode. It felt really good. And right now we're in person. I'm on my phone. So you couldn't hear me look up that that little kid that plays Jonah, mm. who's on Seinfeld as uh, Lipman's uh, son that tries to fuck a lady. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. 
That kid rules. Yeah, I know he's got an interesting little career here for a little guy. <laughs> I, I love the fact like that they just let her act a lot of this through her eyes. Yes. Like the interaction yeah. can't be much, but you have to make it work for any of this to carry through to the what what's gonna happen. And like her psycho eyes. Her psycho eyes really have to sell it all because she's got really psycho eyes. But then she's sold because of course he said the thing her her mother said about it, magic. It was or magic, which is they're the only two people who have referred to love as that. <laughs> yes. So if that's the only way that you would know to link those up. Oh, but there true. is this I mean like and it's something like uh if you watch most like Hallmark rom-coms we yeah. love having widowers and widowed people because there's specifically widowed widowed men with children there's just like Ooh, that guy is so sad. Yes. Mm. It's like, I want to get me some of that sad. (laughs) To bring up Seinfeld again, George, your story's testing through the roof. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Mm, Break me off some of that sad sex. I have a term for this Mm. sexitive. Yeah. It's sensitive, but sexy. Sure. That whole thing has been, and like, that's the whole thing. Like, you don't really get much more of Sam. That's not just Tom Hanks being Tom Hanks. Yeah. Like you don't write him as much of a character. Well, he's, he's an architect. Architect, sure which is, is the famous fake job as yes. we know. Is yeah, this but. ground zero for rom-com architect employment? Might be. I feel like it might be earlier. At least I think it's like the eighties. Yeah. And that's just to explain that he's got limitless money and doesn't do anything. Oh, so yeah, he's I'm got sorry. Time to date and whatever. It's not Sleepers in Seattle. It's the Fountainhead. <laughs> that's that's where that started. I, I'm wrong here. She stops at a roadside diner. You know, she's listening to it, and everyone's. Dude, this uh, is insane. Dude. Every single person in the fucking diner is like, "I want to fuck this sad guy on the Ooh, radio." Yeah, that's sad dick. When was the last time, especially on Christmas Eve, that like mass radio listening happened like this? It has fucking, to have been the Great Depression. Well, <laughs> Orson Welles broadcasting. Yeah. Oh, oh Ro- Roosevelt is going to be up next. We better keep tuned in. Yes, oh, this is Sleepless in Seattle calling, <laughs> and I haven't been sleeping much and getting not laid at all, you see. My <laughs> large ships over the fields of New Jersey. Well, oh, no. wait, that was my last script. Oh. oh, well, no, I haven't been having sex, but I've been getting a lot of head. <laughs> <laughs> don't like to be active these days. Andrew, uh, one, one of the, the waitresses uses your favorite line. Uh, I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. Oh, yeah, dude. Eating crackers. Isn't the guy in the background yes. the bulldog's friend from Silence of the Lambs? Yes, the, the weird it, bug guy that bug winds guy. up having sex oh, with that, Jodie Foster. Yeah, for yeah. Oh, Paul. Uh, yes, Paul. Oh. Fuck, what is that guy's I name? Didn't forget it. I will tell you this. I gave that dude a ride home one oh, time. Nice. I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> Very sweet guy. Very no, sweet guy. He doesn't have a line in this. It's just in the background, sipping his coffee, listening to these women who want to have sex. I imagine there's some line where he they, they got cut, cut, where he's yeah. just oh, like, sure, oh, you yeah. dumb broads or what have you. <laughs> Speaking of the bulldog, though, dude. Great line. <laughs> Should have kept that in. <laughs> Nora, you genius. Uh, you know, this dumb broads line isn't playing well. <laughs> How do I tune this? Let me, let me think of a way. There's a couple of, not just David Hyde Pierce, uh, but there's a couple of Frasier folks mm. floating around this movie. Um, the guy who played Kenny, the station manager for a while. Oh, right. He's in there for a hot second. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. And also, it's in Seattle. It t- takes place about a radio college show. Yeah, yeah it's, it's the whole thing. It's kind of weird. Yeah. 
I mean, this uh, this Dr. Fieldstone show is uh, kind of creating a Pontypool effect for at least these two. This father and son. <laughs> I yeah. wish this movie turned into fucking Pontypool, dude. They go a little crazy after this phone call happens. And they both, I mean, like, I guess it's a good thing that it starts up Tom Hanks being like, you know what? The old penis is going to dust and bits down there. <laughs> wow, dust and bits. It's, that sucks. You know what? I, sh- I should get out. The, get on uh, the, back on the trail, I guess. Yeah, you got to turn those cobwebs into cumwebs. That's exactly right, dude. You're slinging right. the wrong kind of webs. He's, and he's like, you know, he's really laying it on thick. He's like, how, what, how wonderful is my wife? Well. How long is your show? <laughs> it's pretty sweet. It's a nice it is. line. And he's, he's, he's funny and affable here. There's some good lines here with his son about like, uh, dad, she's a doctor. A doctor of what? Her first name could be doctor. I like that too. <laughs> yeah, he's incredibly uh, incredulous yeah, uh, yes. to this radio psychiatrist. As you should be. Sure. Uh, What's chef? Is that his first name? <laughs> Fucking failure. <laughs> I don't respect your authority, officer. That could be your phone. Oh, no, I got shot in the head. That was my, my mistake. Whoops a doodle. Uh, they yes, and like so she's like sobbing and like listening to this thing and Big like time. And then that's kind of it because yes. we cut to the Baltimore Sun. This is where she works. So the first part of the holidays yes. are over with here, and we meet Rosie. She's like the coworker here, and they're all talking about sleepless in Seattle, and we're. Of course, because that's like the radio yeah, handle yes. that he's given by the host. We're just saying the right. title of the movie this nonstop. Before <laughs> podcasts, before you all gathered around to talk about we hate movies <laughs> and the water cooler. It's incredible that we brought up this Seinfeld thing because uh, the heroic uh, fat camp counselor from Heavyweights, who yes. is one of her colleagues. That's the same guy that Andrew was talking about. Yeah, yeah that, 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 that guy. That, yes. Um, him. He is pitching a soup nazi story yes yes he is pitching, he's pitching soup soup like, he's weird like, it's the meanest guy in america but he makes great soup i'm like what the fuck is happening <laughs> I, it's very weird well i mean yeah. that was just probably like a known thing in new york and like nora right. efron was obviously all over yeah. new york so yeah. that's kind of like she just kind of got there before larry david did i guess yeah totally he's the meanest son of a bitch he makes this his place is called hail and hearty soups <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Malagatani. <laughs> um, or no, this, wait, 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 wait. Jambalaya. Yeah. He does eat Malagatani yeah. earlier. Malagatani. <laughs> Love a good Malagatani. Me by the too. Way. It's Great hard to too. find a really good one. You know, I don't think I've, I've run across a Malagatani in the wild, honestly. It, it's really solid stuff, but when it's bad, it's, it's real bad. bad. It's All bad right, when yeah. it's bad, but when it's really, really good when it's really Ooh. good. Yep, totally, totally. So, yeah, it's just kind of like her going through this whole, like, oh, gee, oh, he's perfect, but oh, what about Bill Palman? Oh, geez. Well, because she's, and this is when and it's like minute nine, and she's like, maybe I should write a story about it. And like, it never fucking happens. No, she no, never writes no. a story about anything. No story. No story whatsoever. She doesn't There's do some, anything uh, at this magazine besides that, stalk this guy. And spend its money on fucking airplane tickets. I mean, she's, I mean, like, by the end of this, she's about to become an architect's wife. So maybe, uh, I yeah, mean, she's true. quitting her job, quitting the fiance. I mean, she eventually hires a private investigator to take pictures <sighs> of him eating soup. Dude. Now, <laughs> there's a question here about that, and might as well just talk about it here. Sure. Who, who cares? After the big happy ending. I was going to. Yeah, I wonder. 
are we telling the tale of I fucking hired somebody to follow yous and whatnot? No, and she's also no not way. telling him about the deep fake porn that she made of him. Either. Oh, absolutely. She's not telling him either of those two things that this insane person so, but, did. So it's 1993, so deep fake porn could only be <laughs> yeah. she had a picture of a naked dude and then a fuzzy Polaroid of Tom Hanks yes. that she took from across the street while spying But no, his <laughs> arms look a little different, so I cut these ones out of another magazine, and you're just doing a collage, basically, right? <laughs> Yeah, your deep fake looks like a fucking hostage letter, a uh, uh, ransom note. Yes, rather. yeah, and then she just sits on it. I mean, Architects <laughs> has a house on the water. I, You know what? I might have to kill Rosie O'Donnell to make sure I'm safe. Yeah. Get the, all, make sure the secrets are all paved up there. You're totally I, right. I, break her up, I say. No, but do you, do you, do you answer? No, I, you would never tell. Because that is the part where the movie gets totally nuts. Like the Because, again, there, I think there's a world in which this there's a reasonable story in which meg ryan like has this like infatuation with this guy she heard on the radio she doesn't do she writes the letter only right and like you know bill pullman kind of fucks it up for himself anyway like in however he does that or what have you and then like you know they do this stupid empire state building thing and that's when they meet but no they give to make the middle of the movie kind of juicy they keep giving meg ryan insane shit to do right because there's nothing like it's not like he keeps calling back it's no, like exactly. just this one broadcast yes. they eventually replay it as like a best of but it <laughs> you need a through line here that fucking best of thing is nuts because it's like <laughs> They're like, this is a greatest hit, the best of this year. Sure. And it's like Moody in Minnesota. And then it's like a second. And then it's, yes. it, it, it's like uh, uh, Krabby in Colorado, a second. And well, then no, the I entire this... fucking phone call right. from Tom Hanks. You're totally right. I, I thought that it was like a preview for coming yes. up. We're going to do the best of or mm-hmm. whatever. But then they just go through all of it. It's like his whole thing. And I'm going to wake up every day. And I'm like, I, I, Jesus. It plays <laughs> way longer than the rest of like the coming attractions. And also, speaking of Frasier and something that that show did all the time, uh, guests like secret guest yeah. celebrity, you know, people would call in and be the the people talking to Frazier or whatever. Uh, Nora Ephron is one of them. In, I think she's oh, crabby yeah. in Colorado or whatever <laughs> the fuck it is. Um, I hope so. But so yeah, like um, this thing happens, and like now all of a sudden, the two thousand women fell in love with him, and like I guess Jonah at some point gave uh, the radio station their name and address, and. Now they're getting all this this fan mail. Yeah, because I think it's like the Ugh. radio stations get douched with all this mail, and yes. they're like, "Holy shit, we got to send this to this guy." It's insane. This pile of fan mail. It's Maybe. like the end of fucking Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. All the letters. Yes. I mean, it's probably out. even more than Charles Manson gets. It would be outrageous. <laughs> it would be cool if God just... rest his soul. Oh yeah, all right. He's, de- he's dead. Right? He's long yeah, dead. He's like, if Tom Hanks is like, you know what? Gotta get back on the horse. And he just starts fucking people left and right. Like, just like, he just goes like a sex addict three times a day. Sex tourism, right? He's like, okay, where are you, baby? All right, looks like I'm going to Colorado to get crabs with Krabby. Yeah, Yeah, I'll show them sleepless in Seattle. I'm going to fuck all of Turks and Caicos. The whole fucking bit of it. And he could. He could. He could have. Oh, yeah, he's got that sway. You're going to get pounded in Portland, sweetheart. Here it comes. (laughs) He's calling the radio station. It was pounded in Portland, Oregon, and then I fucking flew across the country, and it's porked in Portland, Maine. (laughs) And who could forget? Who could possibly forget coming in Kentucky? And thanks, thanks, Dr. Fieldstone, for getting my dad pussy. Oh, yeah. 
my, uh, my, my wife is a uh, very important, rich uh, daughter of a Chinese billionaire. <laughs> but uh, I'm not necessarily uh, coming in Kentucky, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I raise pigs. <laughs> Mitch McConnell probably does raise pigs, dude. I just he oh, fingered, I it, fingered in flank staff. Just mailed that to three weeks ago. So. <laughs> he is Mason I, I, Berger. I like that's. I just. I cannot. Uh, can, they're the same his person. His fucking to me. face does look yes. like pigs. Bit part of Mitch it. Mitch McConnell. Did yes. he have any kids? Maybe they look like pigs. Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Did he train no them to eat other people? <laughs> probably. Ooh. You know that would give me respect for him. That Rever- would do it. Reverse cowgirl in Reno. That's a, that's a, <laughs> yeah. it's all on his list, dude. Um, and then it's weird. And this is another weird thing because then all of a sudden it's a Meg Ryan movie at New Year's Eve. Yes. And I know Rob Reiner to be fucking farting around too. It's weird. You can't do New Year's Eve. You just can't. It should be a party of any other kind. I hate you, Bill Pullman. (laughs) No, I really fucking hate you because I'm in love with Sleepless in Seattle. Because Bill Pullman's like, hey, baby, uh, I got a great idea. I got to do some stupid work thing in New York. Why don't you come with me on Valentine's Day? And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to drop two to three grand on this trip. Don't worry about it. We're We're going to go to the Plaza Hotel. They're in the Rainbow Room. This guy's dropping money on this ingrate. (laughs) (laughs) It's insane. Here's the thing that's crazy, and maybe it's because I just fucking totally despise the concept of Valentine's Day, but, Mm. like, Mm. everyone in this movie is referring to, like, valentine's day weekend and like there's definitely a point where someone says what are you doing for the holiday (laughs) no that's not the holiday the holiday this feels like the last hurrah for valentine's day (laughs) as like one of these bit like as a national we're like all doing it like you have kids fucking giving each other things stuff like that i think after this it's more like Hey, maybe we cut it out. Maybe there's lonely people in the fucking world. Do you maybe think we don't. Now, you're saying now we should start? We should dial it back? Is what I think it's been dialed. I think you this was the last. Dialed back. I think it's been dialed. Well, there's that movie Valentine's Day. Oh yeah, that huge. <laughs> How hit. about that? That humongous hit Valentine's <laughs> but, you know, Day. You know, think about you know, there's the the little fat baby angel. Sure. That mm-hmm. shoots you Cupid, with an arrow. Dude. Cupid, there's a lot Cupid. of fat baby angels, Eric. They're not just <laughs> Cupid. Name five. <laughs> There's Laurel. Oh, you like fat baby angels, huh? Name There's five. Maxwell. There's Laurel. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, PD. But, you know, it's interesting <laughs> that they tried to give it a religious bent there, yeah. right? You yeah. know, like they're, oh, you know, because heaven baby wants you to fuck. It's just, yeah, we're not, it just, it's all about love, Eric. It's right. love. It's love. Right. Mm-hmm. Right, because <laughs> the kids, right? They used to get all the cards. Mm-hmm. They used to. It's, yeah, uh, that's you, what I heard. That was yeah. a Simpsons episode. Well, yeah, I guess in an all boys school, you're not doing Valentine's. Well, no, oh no, oh, that was grade school. I didn't get a goddamn card. That'll happen. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Well, see, they they rigged it in my grade school because it was like. They would send a note it's home rigged. to the parents, and it's like I actually got all the Valentines. Everybody loves me. <laughs> no, it's like uh, if you're gonna do Valentines, you have to do one for like the whole class. Got it. So there's my mother, you know, just writing it right out. now. I fucking. love you, every person. <laughs> but then it was you got like bullshit because it's like it's kids. Yeah, so you yeah, get like yeah. Simpsons ones where it's like let's be friends, man, or yeah. like whatever, you know, just right. gar- anything to waste people's empty, money. Empty sentiment. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I have this vision of like a first, or like a, a third grade teacher 
just like quickly like okay who got nothing okay you're the best benny <laughs> there but you, no, 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 keep they, on going karen no, no they see the kid that got none and they're like yeah he needs a special school he's gonna kick him out <laughs> he's kick just him not out. he's not socializing he's not no we should at least hold him back yep. he's withdrawing oh, yeah. zero uh zero valentine's huh yep yeah. back to kindergarten for you <laughs> He just really, you know, he makes a scene in class, you know, he's just very lonely and it really upsets everybody. We see uh, him, uh, Tom Hanks, do his architect job. There's some sort of they're building a house for some snooty woman who's the woman from Home Alone 2. What's her name? Dana uh, Ivy. Dana Ivy. Oh, uh, playing a real like kind of socialite, sort of like real housewife. Again, America's answer to Fiona Shaw. It, it, she just yeah. is. You're She's totally got right. Thing. It's and again, though, it's another character where you're like, wow, this is a big bombastic character. Yes. Can't wait to see all the scenes that she's in. I wait, what? She was going to be coming back because there were t- there was talk later in the film of like, oh, are you going to call that girl, that woman from uh, the architect job? Yeah, yes. it was just someone from a different job. Yes, and then but I it, thought it was also on this right Rob the designer on that job, in, interior decorator, interior decorator. But yes. you know, you could have had a maybe an extended scene where he actually meets her in that or something. I don't yeah, know. exactly. I mean, this woman that plays like the the sort of like temporary girlfriend, Victoria. Yeah, yes. yeah that's a character name. Yeah, like. Not a lot going on. With no. This well, apparently so, she's a hoe, dude. Okay, this is a. <laughs> That's question. not me. Saying no, I know. That. I know. That's a child. No, no. But thank you for reminding yeah, me. Yeah, she's a hoe. <laughs> There's multiple times, including the, the scratchy, <laughs> including the scratchy voiced little boy, which. Mm. I didn't hear it that way, but uh, that's what we're going with. Uh-huh. We're saying hoe all over this yes. movie, and my thing, I was like. Nora Ephron, like, just fucking hear someone yeah. say ho. Like, yeah, right probably. Before. Like, what are you doing? Drop a ho. ho. I, ju- I just listened to my first rap contact th- compact disc. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to tell you a word oh, you I found what? out. I snatched it away from my teenage daughter and threw it in the garbage. Before I did, <laughs> I heard a word that I liked a lot. You know a thing that does not fit in this movie whatsoever? Tom Waits? <laughs> well, yeah, because I didn't hear that. <laughs> but... Uh, the little moment where like Tom Hanks puts the kid to sleep and then he's laying on the couch with that delicious looking beer. Oh yeah, oh. and there's this weird fantasy sequence where he imagines the wife coming in. Yes, that that's insane. You're right. He gets visited by a fucking ghost, and and it, it answers your question. She fucking followed right. them to totally Chicago. Right. Yep. It was such a small thing that I actually forgot about oh, it. Yeah. But it's a so it's so small. It's just a weird thing. I don't know. Not that you have to have her at the end of the movie being like. I approve of you and Meg no. Ryan. Hey, but like, I didn't know you moved so far. It took me a while on the heaven highway or whatever. <laughs> right? Like, I don't know. You can't just oh, snap you think, your fingers, you right? Think you can leave me, Sam. The walls start to bleed. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is, yeah. You could go all across the globe. I'll fucking find you. I'll and find you. And it's just like, <laughs> wait a minute. That doesn't sound my like my what? Yes, it is. is that my, definitely your wife. Is that my fucking son wearing a mariner's cap? You piece <laughs> of fucking shit. I'm going to kill you. I'm going oh, to kill or, you. Are you eating fish instead of sausage blood? <laughs> That's it. I'm bringing Rob Reiner here and I'm going to eat him in front of you. Ooh, I like that. Yeah, that but it take a long time. It's a bullshit scene, I guess, because we we hired the lady from Law and Order. We wanted to have her talk. Also, sure. I guess it's just to like also illustrate like how sad he is. Like, yeah, I'm see, I'm still seeing her. I'm still seeing her. <laughs> I have to rip my eyes out. She came then- out the fucking TV and started <laughs> yelling at me. Hey, no. Sam, seven days. Yeah. She's here. <laughs> this could only mean he's contemplating suicide. Mm. <laughs> Oh, if that if that kid wasn't in the picture, he'd be oh, in the lake. Oh, yeah, probably. Yeah, we're not even making that move to Seattle. Not <laughs> yeah. worth it. 
Yeah, no, because he's just it. like my ghost wife is here. What if I became a ghost husband? You know what, Dad? You just got to get behind the mule and figure that one out, man. You just got to get that <laughs> grief behind your brother. Put down those sixteen shells from a thirty out six. <laughs> just put them away. Weird uh, detail when he's like looking through all of those uh, valentines and letters that he's yeah. getting, or whatever the Charles Manson esque amount of letters. Uh, He's like, oh, because the kid's like, oh, what about the, or excuse me, what about this guy? (laughs) And he's like, oh, she looks like my third grade teacher. And then he takes the photo and he's like, it is my third grade teacher. Very Tom Hanks still screaming like it's 1980s This is like the last, this is the last of it. Like literally it's this and then he goes full, like I think Philadelphia is the same year. It's the same year. Yeah, so So he's just, he's just crossing into full on dramatic character. Apparently he really didn't want to do this movie because he was going to be so dramatic but at the same time he's like, ah, it's a fun script. And he was able to like rewrite his own character, et cetera, et cetera. But like this is sort of the last gasp of like 80s Hanks. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Playful. He's much more playful. Because even in You Got Mail, which is the spiritual sequel, it is a little bit more. He's more 90s Hanks. He's not frantic at all. Like there's some jazz to him still in this. Yeah. Because the year before was League of Their Own. And then, yeah, this in Philadelphia the same year. And then, boom, next year. Gumping it up, dude. Oh, dude. Oh, oh, good lord. You're getting gumped. It's gump, <laughs> Apollo 13, then Toy Story. That thing you do, which is comedy, but he's not, it's not the same. No, you know, who, this is, this who is the could last... forget gumping in Gilderland? <laughs> <laughs> this is the last gasp of Turner and Hooch Hanks. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is, uh, because then he's doing, look what he's yelling at the kid later on. He's like, yes. shut up, Jonah. And I'm like, yeah, do it. I am getting late. <laughs> Dude, it, oh, yeah. the getting laid's discussion is wonderful. Uh, this is a weird dude. The line right here with the kid, like he's uh, first of all, so they're like talking about all the letters while Tom Hanks is like making dinner for this yes. kid. And you see what's going on here? Stovetop, uh-huh. okay, in the house, and like we're outside with a grill, okay? Stovetop, mm. grill pan. We're making hamburgers. Sure. Where is the plumes of smoke cooking a uh-huh. fucking hamburger on the stove? Where is him getting splattered with the grease? They are just these two disgusting gray brown hockey pucks that he's like, here's your dinner. That thing is cooked within an inch of its life. It's disgusting. It's, it's absolutely safer that disgusting. way. And it's then so safer. The kid is like, uh, oh, you're going to go out on a date or whatever. Um, are you going to, is she going to scratch your back? Are you because he said? Are you going to have sex? Because it's the nineties of the little kids saying you going to have sex, Dad. Is she going to scratch up your back like in all the sex movies? Uh Are you going to get laid (laughs) on the river? Uh, But yeah, and he's like, "How do you know about like scratched backs?" And he's like, "Oh, my friend has cable or whatever." By the way, they are doing the uh, Kirsten Dunst Jesse Bradford scene from Bring It On while they do this. What's They're that? just spitting into the faucet one after. Oh yeah, they're brushing the teeth. <laughs> oh, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that also, they bring disgusting. up Fatal Attraction. They do Ooh. later on. Is that like? Was that yeah? Because that's, that's, that's when he talks about like when when he doesn't want to meet her. He's like, it could uh, be like Fatal Attraction. You're right. Yeah. You're right. I was. I thought that was part of the scratch sex back because Michael Douglas, king of the back scratch. Oh, yep. dude, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. That is. That's a how he got change. cancer. I heard all those back scratches. Yeah, Catherine kept scratching my back, and all of a sudden I got throat cancer. Yeah. You can only blame Sharon Stone so many times. <laughs> and then I gave it to your wife. Sorry. <laughs> that whole exchange, though, about Fatal Attraction is funny because he's like, Didn't you say Fatal Attraction? <laughs> I mean, like, I just yes. love Muppet yeah. Tom Hanks. Yes. And, you know, the kid's like, I, you know, I didn't see it or whatever. And he goes, well, I did. 
everybody in America did it. Scared every man in America. Yeah. Like, the whole fucking really? rant is really yeah. funny. Jimmy has cable. <laughs> Uh, that yeah, line right. I actually laughed at. I, I there's, a, there's a there's lot of LOL. There's, there's a lot of funny stuff. There's in this. this sequence. It, it is the worst ADR I've ever seen in my life. Worse and than the fucking funeral scene at the beginning. Much worse wow. because there is this scene where uh, it's, a, it's a cute scene with him and Rob Reiner, and they're walking down the street. It's like when when you start dating, they're gonna look at your butt. You want a cute butt? Oh. Like, oh, you got a cute butt. And they go into some like clam shack place, and they're just eating, and they're talking about Cary Grant. I think it's one of the Hello, first times. Hello, Diane. Yes, we're, that part is it's just a pretty close shot over over on uh, Hanks and Reiner, and we're, we're doing like fun either improv or just whatever it is. But then, like one third, like thirty seconds before the sh- the shot end, the scene ends. The shot goes to the ceiling. You're mm-hmm. all the way up mm-hmm. on top. Yeah. And you're just, you can watch because the high definition, they're not saying a fucking word they're talking about. This is when he does <laughs> a Cary Grant impression and like the, the, the motion makes no sense. You're it's right. They, that was a complete 80 yard line. Yeah, it's pretty fantastic. Yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's a, a famous chowder God's eye view. But, the, but of, uh, <laughs> that's a funny scene though. Like there's yes. a lot of good uh, rat-a-tat back and yeah. forth. Like, now, now you have to have tiramisu. What is tiramisu? You're going to find out. Have you ever heard of pegging? You'll find out. <laughs> the the tiramisu line is great because he says, like, you're going to find out. And Tom Hanks goes, well, what is it? Some girl's going to want me to do it to her, and I'm not going to know what it is, which is that's yeah, pretty yeah. funny. The thing with the clam shack wherever they're eating is great, too, because it's Tom Hanks, uh, uh, Rob Reiner, and then just, like, a full lunch counter yes. of the craggliest fisherman you've ever seen. I, by the way, I've been to this little. It's in public Ooh. market. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. it's very tasty. The chowder was very good. I've Ooh. never been never been to Seattle. Always wanted Great to go. City. I would love no, to. Oh yeah, we were supposed to do a show there once, and the, yeah, yeah the city out. had other plans for us. But. <laughs> yeah, the mayor fucking called it off. I think so. And then, all right, I, w- I don't want the We Hate Movies Boys, the Blues Brothers, <laughs> or any of those kids from Delta House coming into Seattle. Yeah, that's it was, what it was what an executive order. I won't have. That Dave Grohl back either. We do hope to get there soon, and you guys look great. Uh, we do have that that we talked about. It doesn't matter, but the scene where like uh, they're getting ready for bed, and he's got the heaven forbid he has to fucking put a humidifier yes. on. Is oh yeah, loser. what a fucking weird. He's so weird. He's like half robot, <laughs> half man. <laughs> Annie, help me take this mask off. <laughs> I get a little dry at night. <laughs> yeah, when she goes down to the kitchen and she eventually, I guess she's listening to the radio or whatever, but she's also. This is where the best stuff is playing. She peels oh, dude. an apple. Uh, first of all, yes. little, like an assassin, which he says, yeah. yes. Tom Hanks says Maggie does the yes. exact same thing at one yeah. point. Is there like some kind of, I know it's not reincarnation because Annie was already alive. Sure. But is Maggie possessing mm. this woman? Ooh. Do you know? That, you know what? That would make a, Kind of more interesting movie. Yeah. Kind of like whatever that movie is where uh, Alan Thicke dies and comes back in a in a robot. Ooh. Right. What, what was that called? What was that movie called? I do not God know. He's driving down the street. Is and he, he a fuck robot? Or? No, it's a, it's a little I'm like. I'm going to fuck you very badly. I'm a <laughs> robot. Beep, boop, beep, boop. 1985's fuck robot. Yes, I remember this very well now. I was your dad and now I'm fucking everything that moves because I'm a fuck robot. <laughs> it's a little like it's not a it's I not like a humanoid that. thing. It's like it's like the Butlertron robot on yes. Clone High. Uh, yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. I forget the fuck it's called. Meet my partner, the Sibian. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Come and sit on it. I'm a fuck robot. The thing about the apple peeling is one yes to put it towards like when he says later she used to peel an apple. You're like oh magic. 
But she like also, peels an apple like Aragorn would peel an apple. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's real, not yeah, a regular yeah. thing to do. But uh, what I'm saying is they have to like have her do something. Sure. Because yeah. like the last time she was listening to the radio, she's driving a car yeah, and yeah, she yeah. could like change the station. You can't just have this isn't Jean Dealman. Like you can't just have her sitting at <laughs> yep, the fucking yes. table listening to the radio. So they have her just peel this apple like a psychopath. <laughs> I mean, it, it's I, I find it funny that it's like it just doesn't happen twice. It's all magic. And the two it happens with Meg Ryan so, in fucking 1993 and Carrie Lowell. Maybe you just like stunners, buddy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe you can only do tens. <laughs> so it's kind of crazy that uh, like Tom Hanks doesn't give a shit when he walks home and uh, he walks in the house rather. And he's like looking for the boy. Can't find him. Goes upstairs. And this insane fucking Bond villain chair yes. turns around and it's the boy and Gabby Hoffman oh, listening yeah. to Beatles records. So they're fucking? <laughs> they're no, getting, but it's just like on no fucking planet would my parents approve of this going on. There's a fun oh. little joke where it's like, close, it's like, close the door, man. And he like, he, yeah. well, he closed it, but then he opens it and he kind of looks at it and like keeps it halfway open. It was kind of weird in the third act when uh, Gabby Hoffman has uh, leaves to uh, have Jonah put into a mental hospital. It takes her forever to do that. <laughs> yeah. Totally. All of a sudden, and, it's black and white. And All of a sudden, <laughs> Scoot McNary's playing Jonah. <laughs> yeah, now it's, it's fucking it's not 18 months, it's 18 years later. Uh, that Come On, Come On is a really great movie. It's an really underrated film. Movie. It's good. Really uh, she has obnoxious, like, kid shit where she. Uh, is abbreviating things. Yeah, uh-huh. So, you know, she says, to, like, the first thing she says to Tom Hanks is like, uh, so H and G. And he's like, the fuck did you say to me in my own house? And she's like, hi and goodbye. Oh, oh yeah. Boy, yes. oh, don't you don't don't. Be, we're, we're listening to swordfish trombone. <laughs> <laughs> Just let, leave us alone. Jonah's got a demo out. It's really good. <laughs> I also love that it's he just gets home. He's like, where's my unsupervised eight year old that lives here? Yep, totally. And it begs the you know, it speaks rather to my question about like how this whole thing got started, because like it's Christmas Eve. What is this little wiener doing just listening to adult talk radio? It's just like, I guess he's like, all right, Jonah, I'm going to go out and look at the water. And this kid's like, I got to do something. I'm either going to call the cops or I'm going to call the, the radio station. Hey, uh, Jonah, just uh, in case I don't see you tomorrow morning, Merry Christmas. <laughs> walks out on the dock. I, I might be, uh, might take a dip with my rock wife and see how the <laughs> bottoms treat me. <laughs> Uh, there is a scene. It's one of the many scenes. A fair to remember, which is a movie I've not seen, but I've, uh, great movie. I'm great, sure it is. Great movie. It's excellent. I have Way not, better than I, this. I have not seen it as well. Um, is like kind of a, a spiritual a predecessor to this film. So we're watching it a lot. We're talking about it a lot. Mm. There's this scene where it's Rosie O'Donnell and she's hanging out at Meg Ryan's house. Yep. And it starts with Meg Ryan. I think she's starting to write the letter to him here. Oh yes. And yeah. they're watching an affair to remember and. She, I swear to God, this could only happen in 1993. She finishes a bottle of Snapple, puts mm-hmm. it down. There's Rosie, so much Snapple. O- Rosie O'Donnell comes in with another bottle of There's Snapple. This, well, this lady's hand is not uh, is full of Snapple. Keep There's them coming. <laughs> at least three bottles of Snapple in this shot. Yeah, Rosie, you got to you got the kitchen. Yeah, like, Snapple me, babe. I like mixing the peach with the lemon. That's oh, the God. best taste. Can I tell you? I mean, one. I haven't had a Snapple and I couldn't. Yes, very, very long time. But at the time when I was drinking Snapples, there was never like 
two bottles of Snapple on my desk. Or like in college, like I never bought two bottles of Snapple at the deli or something like that. That's way too much well, Snapple. I think that like in the 90s and the Seinfeld did this too in television. The idea was you would just have Snapple at your house. Like I could come mm-hmm. to your house, yep. Andrew, and just be like, yo, dude, it's cool if I grab one of your 10 Snapples. You're like, totally cool. There's yeah. 10 Snapples in there. Assorted <laughs> flavors. Don't worry about it. 10 assorted. We got 20 more coming with the grocery <laughs> delivery. Let's fucking do it. Snapple it up. 10 Snapples in the refrigerator. We fucking hang out with millionaires. Right. <laughs> That's what I mean. That's a Nora Ephron movie. <laughs> George is always just grabbing Snapple. Like there's yep. just Snapples in people's fridges, and yeah. I never understood it. And yet, but but then like his cookie is a snack well. Yeah. I, I don't appreciate it, Jerry. Dude, well, not for nothing. No. You go to my house, you get a snap. Like, oh, cool, man. Let's get 250. Uh, just, you know, <laughs> unless you want to trade and barter. Do you have a Fruitopia you want to swap or maybe a Sobe? <laughs> oh, man, a Sobe. Totally. Or maybe you got an Arizona green tea. To be fair, well, you, Arizona, gotta, you gotta you get need two. Thank you. You yes, get it. That's right? exactly yeah. the conversion. Yes. You can. Because no, the Snapple's yeah. a little better. Yeah. It's a classier beverage. <laughs> just more expensive, dude. Yeah, you can give me two, two Arizonas and get you a Snapple in my house. There's also, I mean. Uh, oh, it's, my God. It's... Remember Lemon Brisk Iced Tea? <laughs> oh. That's terrible. I was, I've been watching a lot of news radio, uh, just uh-huh. going through it again. It's Laugh out loud, hilarious they're, show. They're, they're, bre- they're breaking into a brisk? Dude, there's brisk all over that baby. Oh. Uh, it's wow. brisk. I think that's what killed Phil Hartman, not the, not the bullet. <laughs> you could they have like a vending machine with the brisk I logo on it yeah, in the break room. They absolutely yeah. did. They I, that shit. You could use that shit to melt down bodies. Put that <laughs> into the fucking white barrels. Absolutely, absolutely. That shit. That why, fucking. Why is the why is it an iced tea burning my throat? Maybe that's what that kid's problem is. He's not smoking cigarettes. I was just drinking some ice, some brisk. There's just so much sugar in it that it actually burns your mouth. There's like. like Menthol. Ah, in my throat. Yeah. <laughs> menthol. It is kind of like menthol. Right? I don't know what, what the chemical is. Why is my throat tingling by drinking iced tea? Because it ain't iced tea, baby. Yeah. That's the grift. I must have had a can of brisk iced tea every day of middle school. Mm-hmm. Because in, in when, when we got to middle school, that was like when they finally had vending machines. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. And when you would take the bus in in the morning, they're like waiting for all the schools, or, you know, buses to get everybody from all over the town to come to the middle school or whatever. So like you kind of had like free period in the morning sure. for a little bit. Oh, yeah. And you better believe pumping those quarters into that <laughs> shit. I saw those claymation commercials. That's risk rock. Uh, yeah, dude, I was you, in love with taken it. with Bill's Lane. Bill's Lane, absolutely. Wow. R.I.P. Getting a heartburn for the first time in five years just <laughs> thinking about fucking Bristol. Well, dude, every time I think about uh, Kiwi strawberry snapple in this mm. conversation, I'm ready to fucking up truck. Oh, wow. oh. Yeah, I am not a. I'm not, I, I, you just don't even see that much Snapple anymore yeah. in the world. So, kids listening, talk to your parents yes. about beverages that existed 25 years ago. Elevated juices. Yes, elevated juices. That should be our next podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Right? Oh, wait, dude, how about this? The juice jerks. Yeah, yeah there you go. And we're just talking about old timey <laughs> beverages. We're drinking Ecto Cooler. Oh, man, Ecto Cooler. That was the shit. Jonah, you got to knock it off with that brisk ice tea. You sound like Lawrence Tierney, for Christ's sake. <laughs> Shut up, Dad. <laughs> we got some letters here for you, Dad. Toby Wong. <laughs> There's a couple of uh, nudie pictures in these. <laughs> There's a, when she's starting the letter. Oh, the thing. Okay. Uh, just the last thing about the snacks. Yeah. 
Because you said snack well, that's what Jerry had, right? Which, by the way, if I go into your house and all you got for me is snack well, put me out in the garage and I'll eat some fucking cardboard you have instead. If they only have snack wells, you've gone back in time to 1998. (laughs) What is snack wells? It was like a diet cookie kind of thing. Uh, Like thing that should not exist. Low or zero sugar. Maybe they're putting some of the fucking sweet and low. I'm sure sure whatever additive was in snack wells would kill you. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Talking about melting bodies down. <laughs> um, but so, they, you know, they're having like movie night and whatnot. Rosie O'Donnell has the most disgusting bowl of snacks here. Yeah, you get a look at this. I was no. trying to figure it out. I couldn't get my wrap my head around it. Here's what I think it is, dude. And fucking buckle up. <laughs> She's got in the same bowl Cheetos. Mm-hmm. And both, of, by the way, okay. both of these snacks separate in separate containers, totally fine. Sure. Together, chaos. Cheetos, yes. and then what I'm pretty sure are those Pepperidge Farm Chessman butter cookies. Oh, yeah. really? Yes, they're like the uh, little square I cookies thought you were with chess like on them. Caramel popcorn, maybe that would work. No, dude, mm. it's Cheetos and butter cookies. Mm. Interesting. And yeah. they're not stone, See, this which is, is really confusing. Because they're unhinged lunatics, and fucking Meg Ryan's sitting there, I'm going to write down the dialogue from the movie and <laughs> mail it in a letter. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to lead me let's, to love. Let's reenact my favorite movie. <laughs> it's in- All right, we're both dressed as clowns. And then we break into a bank. And then I kill you. And right before you do, you're like, well, who are you going to kill? And then I say, I killed the bus driver. <laughs> <laughs> I'm certainly looking forward to meeting you sleepless in the sun, which is what she addresses. Let it do. It's dear sleepless in the sun. That is how it gets through the filter. Cause he's like, yeah. Hey, look, Jonah, it's one for both of us. Yes. And I mean, cause that's the thing too, is like, why would you want a stranger talking to your kid? Exactly. Well, that's well, that's what's missing is we're not getting any of like, we get all like, Oh man, he's so romantic. Mm. And that Jonah, I mean, that could be my son. Like he'd be the best son ever. Like what? What? What is? What is? I want your little boy too. I can be your boy. There is this weird thing, and again, like like, like Lifetime, Hallmark, all these like movies. It's always like, oh, I just and just got the sweetest little kid. It's like I don't know, man. Like that kid's gonna be twelve real soon. And he's like, you're not my mother, bitch. Like get ready for that. In like video game, skateboard, three and a half years tops, dude. And let me tell you. Best yeah. case scenario, because all yeah. of a sudden, magically, through the power of movies, your stepmom's Meg Ryan in 1993. Yeah. I mean, what, what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> going to make a move? No, but maybe you look at smoking jacket. Well, hello there. How are you? Well, my voice, you see. Uh, is that towel uh, secured nicely over Dude, there? I wouldn't be surprised. It, like, you walk into his bedroom with uh-huh. these Gordon pictures of her under the mattress. Oh, oh dude. Yep. Are you thinking, like, her left sock keeps go, go, going missing Absolutely, kind of a scenario, dude. especially after her runs? Where was I? <laughs> Uh, honey, where was that underwear you bought me for last Valentine's Day? We're getting ready to celebrate the high holiday again. I got a what? What is this, uh, Jonah? I'm going to my credit card. A subscription to Milf Maniacs. <laughs> what is? Where is it? Where's that? Yeah, come don't from? concern yourself about that. It's an up and coming magazine because it's 1995. It's a, a periodical I subscribe to. They had some really good articles on Sarajevo. <laughs> Dude, I love uh, this kid wakes up from a nightmare at uh-huh. one point screaming mom, 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 all that stuff. That's yeah, very sad. Very sad. Nothing funny about it. But what is hilarious is Tom Hanks runs into this bedroom and this kid is sweating like he's been running Freddy Krueger through his dreams. <laughs> it's But it's amazing. He's soaked. 
it's this amazing thing where it's like, oh man, I had this terrible nightmare and like there was water coming in everywhere and mom was there and I couldn't do this and I couldn't do that. He's like, oh man, what did your mother used to do for these nightmares? Like this kid's, I mean, like he's an eight-year-old kid. He just lost his mother. He has his first nightmare a year and a half in. Mm. Kids doing pretty damn good. Absolutely. And by the way, what did my parents do when I had nightmares? You're fine. Go back to sleep. Mm -hmm. You're good. Yeah, singing songs. The back of the hand. (laughs) Well, yeah, the the dream is that they were in the house on the water, and then all it's just like went into sea. And I imagine Tom Hanks is just like. Well, son, that was my original idea, how to end it all, because I really didn't want to live anymore. Dad, but I, I got better. Dad, I had a nightmare that you weren't getting any, you know, you weren't getting laid. <laughs> That's You should get the ghost back for her to talk to Jonah and be like, son, I love you. Let your father fuck. <laughs> Just once let him fuck. The kid should see the ghost too, man. Yes. That would be something, I guess. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, Dad, I had a dream that I was the guy eating flies in that vampire movie from literally two years ago. (laughs) Hey, Dad, do you want to buy me a jukebox? (laughs) Hey, Dad, you uh, you want to watch some Jim Jarmusch movies? I hear he's pretty cool. I had a dream that I was locked in a cell with Roberto Benigni. <laughs> Down by law, scared every man in America. <laughs> well, are we all going to dance with convicts? Is that what we're going to do now? I scream, you scream, we all scream for ice cream. <laughs> oh, uh, and so Tom Hanks goes on a date yeah, uh, um, with someone. Oh, it's with this... Uh, Victoria, Victoria, Victoria uh, interior yeah, decorator. The, uh, yeah, who's who the kid deems a hoe. Later. Yes, a hoe because she has like an annoying laugh. It's a, you know, and like she's she knows she's dating Tom Hanks in like fucking nineteen ninety three. So she's like very clear, like she's doing her makeup. She's like, oh fucking nervous about it. You yeah, know, absolutely. she's a nice woman. She is. She's There's nice nothing w- wrong with her at all. She makes dinner. Oh, because the kids just like I never had. I never had no. Haters like that. <laughs> Which that's was that all grotten? But get the fuck out. I have to know what the deal was with those potatoes. Yeah. Were they covered in chocolate sauce? They were like, all I saw sh- they were in the frame. They were all grotten for sure. You I know, like the all cheesy no. All grotten. Yeah, it's fancy talk for cheese potato. <laughs> it's, I mean and a grotten potato that made them it takes a while. It's a lot a lot of you gotta, yeah. you gotta get a mandolin involved. Also, yep. She made you fucking brownies. <laughs> There's brownies in this shot. I mean, but one thing I don't want to lose because they're at the their first dinner. Uh, he's meeting her and he's like nervous and it's like cute and fun and like fucking Meg Ryan's psychotic fucking private detective because oh it is, yeah. is snapping photos of this dude. You said it's like uh, uh, like you you watch old noirs. You you said a private detective out into the wild. You don't know what's going to come That's back. True. Absolutely. That's Sorry, true. sweetheart. I had to kill him. <laughs> Sam, now it didn't Sam, work out. See, now Sammy, Sammy, I want you to get me foodie pictures. I want him stuff. In his face, looking like a real. I got booty pictures, but then uh, <laughs> then I got, I got some nudie pictures too. That's why I had to kill him. He, he food- made a move for a knife. I thought it was a piece. I had to, I had to drop him. <laughs> well, here's your foodie and nudie pictures, and uh, that's it. I'm out of the movie. <laughs> I'm just here for a sec because he never comes back. No, he again, never comes right? back. Never, no. Which is another lo- like loose thread. I want to see more of that. What's going to come of this? I don't because I don't know what like the report even gets. Like she get, she asks for a private detective, I guess, yeah. to find out his ad. Well, she already knows his ad. Yeah, sweetheart, he's a sad loser, all right? (laughs) Watched him all week. Real pathetic. Uh, You know what? I've been following this guy around, and it seems like he used to be 12 years old yesterday. He made a wish. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking strange. 
goes to the public market every day, and I mean every day. Oh, and he's hanging out with Robert Loja, actually. That's weird. <laughs> he's actually 12 years old, and you're under arrest, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I think what the deal is she doesn't know the address because what's happening is people are mailing the radio station. Yes. The radio station has the address. No, but I think she does this thing where like she's on that very loud computer. It's like She tries to, oh, and that's why can't. the private, because she's like, because uh, uh, what's the, he's like, uh, oh, Samuel Baldwin. Yes. You know, and then it's like, you know, a bunch of Samuel Architect. Baldwin. And then, yeah, there's like, what Grand is this? Arrested for Grand Larceny in 1961. But what is this system where it's like, yeah, there's a bunch of that, but then there's also like all of these people like with their professions. And, yeah, shit, and she's like, oh, architect. It's insane. It's like a black and orange thing, like a word processor looking thing. And like, just. It just any information they want. It's and like, then, oh, that is a lie. like, architect lost his wife last year. Like, yeah. what? She's in the CIA database or something. I don't, I don't understand what this is because then this is where she pulls up a thing that's like, send a fax form. Yeah. And she's filling it out. And this is where she's like, dear private detective agency. And like, what, what is any of this interface? Like, I know technology was, you know, a little different back sure. then. But like, this is nonsense shit. No, it's great. It's it's just like plot, like fill in the blank. Like we yeah. we need to have some reason why this makes sense. But I mean, like, could you imagine if your girlfriend or your partner, whoever you are listening at home, like just ran a like when you, like on your second day, like you know, I ran a background check on you. I was so excited about our date. <laughs> yep. I ran a quick background yeah. check on you. Your credit is pretty poor. To the yeah. grave. <laughs> you, that's to the grave. You take that shit right there. That, it, that's bone chilling. It is. It's terrifying. The kid calls at the restaurant too. Oh yes, uh, which is really annoying, just fucking this, awful. Yeah. I I would throw the kid off the fucking house. At that, oh yeah, out the window into the water. Yep, swim back, you hey, little. Jonah, bastard. you want to go say hi to mommy? Shook. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you could easily kill a kid easy. Oh, for in general, sure. but also in Seattle, right on the water. Oh, but Are you he's kidding a, me? He's a widower, so they'd also take it easy on him in the court. I think, Eric. Oh, big oh, time stress oh, and whatnot. Yeah, I think you just so. do that little cry, cry, and you're just like, "Oh, it's all I had left," or whatever. That's, that's, oh, <laughs> that whole family. Oh god. Man. Well, you know what? He's hot, and he's Tom Hanks. You know, innocent, yeah, all innocent. They probably pin a medal on you. <laughs> oh, dude, he pins of... it all on that Gabby Hoffman. Oh, absolutely. That <laughs> check her backpack. Down. I think there's a gun in there <laughs> she was always coming around uh -huh, here at uh, weird hours of the day who knows dude yeah, for a second i thought you said abby hoffman <laughs> ladies and gentlemen fast gump <laughs> ladies and gentlemen jonah baldwin <laughs> so see is, is sam baldwin is he related to the baldwins you think oh uh, chicago so not long island so yeah, but he could, right. be co could be a cousin, cousin. Yeah, could be a cousin. chicago cousin yeah my cousin Sam has a stalker. <laughs> he had a lovely wife. Samuel Baldwin, my cousin, lived on Archer Avenue in Chicago <laughs> until mommy got sick. <laughs> Weird move here by Tom Hanks, which I don't understand. So he comes back to the table because it, it is kind of funny. He's like, Jonah, let me ask you something right now. Are you bleeding? Yeah. Are you dying? Is someone in the house killing you right mm -hmm. now? Okay, then don't call again. Go then I will be doing it when I get exactly. home because yeah. I yep. am going to kill you. You get chucked in the bay. And then he's like, he asks for a, a, a what, what? he asks for an absolute straight up, and he's got a beer there, he and he gives it back. Yes, dude. What are we doing? If you need the absolute, that means you're like, oh fuck, I need to like get a little tipsy, Taiwan on. Finish that beer. He gives yeah. a full delicious beer yeah. back to this waiter. It's on your it's on your bill. Uh, oh yeah, I'll take I'll I'll, I'll, I'll yeah, dump yeah. this, but it's could on you your bill. Could you wrap this up to go? 
Oh yeah, it's uh, it's your on your nineteen ninety three bills, so it's a dollar seventy five for that beer. <laughs> oh, and a uh, Di Serono on the rocks, please. Thank you so much. A magnum of champagne too, if you don't mind. <laughs> yeah, a couple of round of mudslides. Why not? Well, let's go all out here. Some Zimas. Uh, yeah, it's Brad Pitt's order from Babylon. So she decides to. She's like, you know what? I got all this private detective information. I'm gonna go out to Seattle and end it all once and for all. Like she. Uh, she's like, you know what? And I'm going to figure it. Look, I'm going to, I'll, I'll meet him and I'll just purge this thing. I'll probably wind up back with Walter. It'll be <laughs> yep. just fine. Either he's going to accept me or I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> Worst case scenario, he kills me. Right. And nobody knows where I, I am. I'll be famous. Sleepless and sun killed me. <laughs> and also, I mean, that is just so much better than living with Bill Pullman. I mean, this, this is sicko. Oh, my God. He sneezed again yesterday. What is with that? He's so disgusting. It's weird. This is Why does the, he just die already? Oh, my God. He's such a snot. I'm just going to go out there and it'll be our final confrontation. Whatever happens. This is like what the woman, this is what the woman that killed Selena said before she killed Selena. That's what it is. She's got this boiling point over this thing. And it's like, lady, I don't even know who you are. And now, he's, now I'm dead. It's so crazy. She goes and like, I think they're, they're, they're wishing Victoria off to wherever she has to go at the airport. This is when like, there's a sort of like, and I mean, like the clever part of the screenplay, obviously, is like they never meet. You know what I mean? Like they yeah. have like, you know, IMDb says they have two minutes of screen time together or whatever. Sure, it's it's a it's a smart way to do this. It's a different way yeah. to do a rom com. But like, so she comes off and he's like, "Holy shit, 1993, Meg Ryan. Yep. How do you do?" Absolutely. Uh, and so he's trying. This is what's weird though is like he's just pursuing this woman through the airport. Yes. Like, I don't know, man. I, I I never got into like having to pick Dude, people the cats up to away. Places. By the way, you drop your girlfriend off. You're like, hey, big ride. How you doing? That's I mean, true. Jesus Christ, give it till you get home and drop the kid off. But no security at the airport in this day and age. Of course, not. everyone can just walk around, do whatever the fuck they want in there. She, yeah, Victoria's going on some trip, and then he just sees this lady. He's just like, hey. I guess that makes it okay in yeah, the end, yeah. right? Because it's like I wanted to grab you too. Yes, exactly. It's like, yo, I was, yo, you may, maybe you hired a private detective to follow me around, but I was stalking you at the airport, <laughs> oh. and you got away. Goodbye, Veronica. Have a nice flight. Do you know her name? Do you happen to have her number? This is, it's a great moment. It's a great scene because the hunter becomes the hunted. <laughs> yes. Table and- flip there. But yeah, this is what she starts like nosing around his house. Going to the house. Insane. Just walking around right in front of his door. I'm surprised she doesn't try to like jiggle the handle and fucking get in. Yeah, she should have broken in and started wearing his clothes. Steal some forks or something. That's the thing. It's like, it's not even that like. This is insane. What yes. she's doing is insane. Yeah. This is but insane. She's, but what she's doing not, is insane. She's not doing anything interesting with it. Like, no. go inside the house, smell his jockey shorts. Well, that's some weird shit. Well, it, that's a different movie. Again, like this I said, movie. It's it should cl- be this Paint movie. a pentagram on the ground. <laughs> yes. God damn it. Anything. <laughs> Must kill all the little piggies. <laughs> I mean, we did have pork last night. I don't know what the, what, what the, uh, okay. Well, I was uh, just coming here. Does does Terry live here? <laughs> uh, but the, no, but the uh, this is Terry's old house. The, but like, yes, the way like I do think that it's clever at the end. They just because you'll forget this part because yeah. if you're like, oh, I love sleeps in Seattle. It's so cute. They never meet each other, and then they meet on the top of the Empire State Building. That's great. Mm. Her doing almost a B and E like ruins the middle of this movie. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, kind of, yeah. 
doing oh, a B and E, and then the next day going back over, and she's like, "Oh, Garsh just missed them. They're out on the boat." I'm just going to follow him in my car (laughs) to this empty beach where it's off season. She's hiding behind a restaurant where it clearly says like closed between Labor Day and Memorial Day. That shot is so creepy. She looks like the shape. (laughs) She's she's like violently masturbating because he's being sweet with his son on a boat. Like, oh, fuck, he's doing it. Oh, shit. (laughs) Oh, man, they're playing catch with a football. Oh, I bet he. This is his wife right now. Oh, fuck. I'm going to come. I thought about this so many times at night. Dad, did you hear that? Or excuse me. Dad, did you hear that? The roof was vibrating. Sounds like one lonely man clapping. I don't know what that is. (laughs) Oh, God. And I think actually she. So that's all. That's all in the same day. Actually, she's fucking around with the house. And then they go out on the boat because the next day. Yes. She goes to the house again, and this is where she almost gets hit by a huge truck and then a car. Oh, yeah. my God. Because she's standing in the middle of the road staring at Tom Hanks like, oh, there they are. And then this is where Victor Garber. Well, it's just Rita Wilson. It's just Rita Wilson. They're coming for the visit, but yeah. Garber isn't there. And so she gives him a big hug and whatever. And so Meg Ryan's like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill her. Oh, my God, I'm going to kill her. Oh, my <laughs> well, God, I'm going to the kill her. Then the truck's coming. She's just standing in the middle of the road. She's like. Maybe he likes dead women better. Maybe he likes dead women better. <laughs> well, his last wife is a ghost. So maybe, you know what? That's how I beat her. That's how I get in her way. <laughs> so then, like, after she almost gets totally pancaked by two automobiles in the middle of a road, Tom Hanks goes over and is just like, hello? Yeah. And she's like, hi. And then she goes home. Yeah. That is fucking twisted. But I guess, what could you even say to him? At this no, like, point? Uh, you, uh, what, what could you have said to him at any point? Rita yeah, Wilson precisely. or no? Rita Wilson, be damned. <laughs> you can't say shit to this guy because it would be terrifying. I yes. heard you on the radio. <laughs> I'm, Hi. I'm from Baltimore. The, I mean, the relationship between them is exactly uh, Travis Bickle and Palantine. Then <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Ryan gets a mohawk. <laughs> uh, do you like crab where i'm from there's lots of crab you know it actually made more sense for travis bickle because he actually met him he was in the cab once and he didn't have to fucking take a plane to get there either (laughs) this it's more twisted than taxi driver he said to go to washington square park it's not that far all of that was on travis bickle's own dime too he wasn't fucking bilking the baltimore sun for these plane tickets (laughs) well i'll tell you what if this thing doesn't work out with annie jonah is going to do the end of taxi driver (laughs) to his father barber absolutely and and read Wilson, I'm pretty sure. I think they're all about to get it. Just Jonah, dude. Little kid with a bloody finger putting it up to his head like a gun. God, that would be the amazing. The big black shades. So would Peter Boyle, uh, would, would Rosie O'Donnell then be wizard in this scenario? The Peter Boyle be. character? That is yes. the one-to-one. Got it. Yeah, okay. Understood. I really enjoy this uh, Rita Wilson. because the, the Rita Wilson uh, Garber. Garber and Tom Hanks scene at the table where yeah. like, and it's it, it actually humanizes the movie in such a way because like it's just like it reminds me of just watching adults talk and just like there's this thing where he's like do you hear what this kid did on fucking Christmas Eve? Yeah. <laughs> he, he calls up this radius and it, it turns it into like oh this is like a funny story that you would tell. It yeah. all of a sudden switches from a Nora Ephron like script sounding thing yeah. to just like real people talking. Exactly. Yeah and it's kind of funny because Rita <laughs> Wilson's like oh wow because I think at this point the whole like proposition about the Empire State Building yes, is has, available. Is, yeah, is, is on the table, and so she's like, Jonah wrote back saying, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah. No, no. <clears throat> 
<laughs> yeah, we're going to meet at the Empire State Building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. hang on, St. Christopher. I'm coming to New York. Here I go. <laughs> <laughs> this is because that's you're right, because he's Tom Hanks has some line about like, what do you mean you wrote her back or whatever? And he's like, yeah, I wrote it back before the hoe came. Did you forget about the hoe, dad? Uh, and Meg Ryan's like, great. If I don't see you on the Empire State Building, I'm going to jump off of it. If I don't see you on the Empire State Building, I'll see you down on wow. 34th Street. <laughs> It'll either be an affair to remember or a certain scene from Casino. <laughs> <laughs> Just some baseball bats and a man named Dominic. Let's just say it'll be a miracle on 34th Street if either of us survive this encounter. I'm going to do a tragedy so bad they'll cancel the Macy's parade. (laughs) It'll be any day. (laughs) They'll talk about it forever. Annie's day. Oh, my God. Uh, Oh, but the whole thing. So she's like talking about an affair to remember and she's going through the plot. And she starts crying. It's very funny. Yeah, it's a very funny Rita Wilson bit. And yeah. then this is great. Apparently, this is all Garber and Hank's improv. Yeah, fantastic. They start talking about what the end of the Dirty Dozen yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And they're just like kind of fucking breaking <laughs> their balls. Marvin goes Yeah. <laughs> He's got all these hand grenades. It's just, really, it's just so fucking funny it to watch. It is good. It's good. Uh, yeah, it is nice just seeing like some... A little respite from the the fantasy world yes. where this woman isn't a serial killer. But I, if I was Jonah, I'd fire back. I'd be like, "Did you know this moron introduced me to his new girlfriend on the second date?" <laughs> Dude, great point. The you fuck? got slow yep. boat that shit. It's like, yep. you know, we're just gonna date. we're gonna date for a little while. Like, it is important that you meet my son. That's a really that's a huge part of my life. But I'm not going to just invite every fucking woman that I go on two dates with to meet this kid. And that's precisely why, like, when they're at the airport and the kid's, like, making a big stink or whatever, he's like, look, I'm not marrying this woman. Yeah. She's not moving in. I'm just trying to get to know her. Dating is I'm like. I'm getting my da- my <laughs> my back scratched. Sorry, I almost said something else. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he's like, you know, uh, you know, relationships, you, you try them on and see how they fit before they get more serious. And I'm like. Yeah, precisely, dude, which is why this little kid should not know that this lady exists at all. First, you should try on the fit of a condom before <laughs> yes. any of oh. this Totally. Why don't you try to get your dick sucked first, then introduce him to your kid? <laughs> maybe maybe some intimacy first, you idiot. Um, so it's like, this is the thing. It's, it's, it's coming up on Valentine's Day, and uh, there, uh, he's going to take a trip with Victoria, a fuck trip. Clearly a fuck trip. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Big time. And Jonah has already gone to Gabby Hoffman, who's very conveniently her mother works for a travel agency. Oh, this is just the Deus Ex fucking travel. This is insane. This is fucking war games. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you're totally right. I mean, if Tom Hanks hasn't gotten laid in a year and a half, like it's hilarious. Like he's packing his bag. I'll tell you what I'm doing. I'm gonna fuck tonight. I'm gonna fuck Jonah. You don't even know. Your dad can fuck. And if if this was really a year and a half, at least probably more, probably like close to two two and a half, maybe. Yeah. uh, He would be like he he would be on vibrate mode. Like like, it's finally happening. It's finally (laughs) happening. Oh, here we go. Oh, Oh boy. Oh man. Well, he does have some like I I seriously think it's like they're not it's not a trip. They're just driving to a hotel so they can have uh, sex because he's got some line about like, oh, yeah, what? 
I am going to go to the budget rental hotel. You yeah. watch me. Oh, like, shit. oh dude. Yeah. Fucking Sleaze. $30 a night. Some easy hotel. Some Andre fucking champagne. Totally. Some big bags of Doritos. And we're going to have a night of it. <laughs> Since you said he'd be on vibrate mode. Do you think he would like premature this first oh, time oh, back? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Just instant. Like He's, you've got to do two tugs before you even yep, start. Absolutely. You got it. You got to right. listen. You're going to get to wherever. Right. And then it's like, all right, look, before we get down to business, let's yeah. go have a nice dinner. Oh, excuse me one second before we go out to the restaurant. I have to use the bathroom in this hotel room, mm-hmm. and you fucking jerk off right there. You yeah, get right. one out. That's right. Get the excitement you over empty with. Empty the chamber a it, little bit. No, he's been seeing his dead wife in vision. To to quote Tom Waits, here's an emotional weather report. This dude is uh-huh. crying at the edge of the bed, no matter what happens. Oh. One pump, two pump, three pump. I can't believe it. Right. No, that's. <laughs> oh God! What do I gotta do? He's watching and she hates this. <laughs> you can't fucking do it. She's a ghost and she sees you touching my peepee. I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump in the water, Maggie. I'm sorry. <laughs> what are those? Oh. What are those? Oh, her beads. How did? Why did I bring her beads with me? Why did I, first of all, keep my dead wife's anal beat? <laughs> well, no, I'm saying that will happen if you don't get in there. You got to be like Dexter. Get there early uh-huh. and prepare. Got you know, it. Put plastic all over the floor. And, and then shoot two loads. And yep. then yes. you're ready to go. Got right. it. Okay. I'm glad we <laughs> I'm glad we pulled back the curtain on look, how to do this right. Look, some people like look for us for co- guidance occasionally. That, that's Eric. actually very true. We're actually role models we in the are. community. We got to make sure they know. So, but yeah. no, uh, Jonah kidnaps himself, I guess. That's how yeah. this works. I'm telling you, dude, the little shitty kid kidnapped himself. Oh, this is insane. He yells I, his father a pinky toe. <laughs> he just disappears and leaves and Somehow, takes this flight. This kid gets to the airport, man. Well, apparently, and this is another thing where you know, like, holy Hacker Gabby. F- how rich are these fucking people, right? They, they, like, Jonah has $80 personally, and then she's got 40 and she's like, well, that'll cover all the cab fare you'll need. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. You guys, you kids have a, a lot of money. I don't so, think I saw 80 bucks until I was like 19 years old. I, I think <laughs> it right. was even older for that, for me, yeah. But uh, what was I going to ask about this? Oh, uh, uh, who is... Like, how is the plane ticket being like someone's credit card has to be getting I used I guess the here. mother got burned by that. Yeah. The, and uh, it's kind Gabby of funny Hawkins because mother. there's there's absolutely no like, and that little son of a bitch made my daughter use my credit card, yeah. which leads me to believe this dude, they're just so rich. It's yep. like, they didn't even know. Oh, you did? Oh, that's cute. Well, Whatever. No, they have that scene where... uh she, like uh, uh, Tom Hanks finds out about it. Yeah, they and, go to like, the house. And the dad is just like, Jennifer, because he she used his card. Oh, oh he okay. is pissed off. Yeah, yeah. The card? He's like, oh, Je-, like he blames her. He's like, you. I'm sorry, Tom Hanks. Your insane son. He's not to blame here. It's My a shitty wife. I but like this, Jessica, kid, this kid, Jessica. Yeah, this kid is good. Is Jessica? This kid is going to be. He is so lucky he doesn't get kidnapped, get snatched. Oh, I mean, like, dude. I especially mean, especially back then, you could take any kid you wanted. Exactly. Seattle to New York, Come anything on. could happen. And it's not like. Because just the year before, we had uh, little Kevin McAllister accidentally sure. go to New York. 
I feel like this is just it's a different game for it's a longer <laughs> flight for one. It's oh, yeah. true. You know, I don't know. And he's gotta take a cab to the Empire State Building. Like, who knows what this kid's gonna get into? Yeah. I'm going to meet my new mommy, he <laughs> says to a cab driver who would be like, ah <laughs> maybe we take you to the police. Oh, uh, you're gonna meet your new mother, huh? Well, I'm the bone collector and you can't <laughs> leave my cab. Ain't much better in here, kid. <laughs> Yes, excellent. <laughs> that guy. It should have been that guy. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Tom Hanks is like, holy shit. He, he jumps on a plane too. Meg Ryan, like, has, like, she, she had her uh, blow up in fucking, uh, what do you call it there, in Seattle. So she's like, you know what? I'm committing to Bill Pullman. I'm going to yeah. settle for fucking 1993 Bill Pullman. Okay. Um, <laughs> and. You know, they go, They he gives her an engagement ring, which I would have thought he already gave her, but yeah. sure, it happens yeah, here. Yeah, I guess it's weird. They got they get engaged, I guess, without a ring. Sure. And I guess he didn't tell her that he's getting his mother's, like his dead mother's ring resized for yeah. her. That's where he presents it to her here there's, in this, Nye City. There's this weird thing where they're trying to, they kind of try to make Bill Pullman out to be like a greedy shit because he's Do like, they? well, what, what, they're like, oh, we can go to New York City and you know what we could do? register at all the nice places on fifth avenue for uh, all the nice well, stuff is that a gr- i don't know I that's mean, just like a rich person act, thing to but do yeah exactly that's, but that's, that's what they're a, acting because yes. she's like all like oh we can have a romantic trip and everything oh, and he's like money i but can get something out of it it's I guess. funny but they are connecting here because then they're like picking out the same things he's like oh my god that looks just like my my grandmother's china and we yeah. selected that that's amazing so it does seem like because she's like put this out of her mind barely i guess because it leeches back in that she needs to fucking leave his ass that night and yeah, run oh yeah. to the fucking she needs, you know what she needs to do is just be like listen i know this is really ridiculous but i have this weird fetish for widowers who have small sons could you just say you put the kid to bed what <laughs> just say we just put him to bed just just say you put him to bed and that i'm dead <laughs> i, I- <laughs> I thought we talked about this. We're not having kids. No, no, no. You put the kid to bed. Just say, mm-hmm. no, no, no. There's not a real kid. I'm not saying I want one with you. I'm just saying, just say, say put the kid say to bed. Say you put him to bed and then I got really sick and died. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my God. Hot. You know so what? I'm going to hold a tombstone while you do all this. Do you know how to cry on command? Is that something you can do as a, as a uh, person? Walter, would you be against changing your name to Sam? <laughs> Samuel. Doesn't that sound nice? Did Why you don't guys- we take the last name Baldwin? <laughs> Just start fresh. Annie Baldwin. I, yeah, Did bad. you guys notice uh, they totally ape the World Trade Center shot from Home Alone 2 here? No. Because when no. the kid gets to the observation deck, mm-hmm. all you're missing is the saxophone Christmas music. Because it's a it's a total copter oh, shot yeah, that sure. pulls right. away from Empire, and I was like, "Well, someone saw fucking Home Alone two last year, I guess." <laughs> also, three hours into this little miscreant asking every woman on this thing, "What's your name?" Yep. What's your name? Are you are you Annie? Are, are you, you Annie? Annie? Are you my new mother? <laughs> I don't know. Are you Froggy from the Little Rascals? <laughs> Take care of me, please. Uh, and like, no, wipe my ass. I mean, like, I don't know, man. Like, at a certain point, like after the third woman, one of those women would be like. And where, where's your father? Where's yep. your parents? Yep. Oh, hey, someone would is going to ask this question, and then there's going to get a security guard involved, and he's going somewhere. Hopefully, huh? not. Oh yeah. Oh oh. Uh, uh, no, uh, I'm sorry. Did you say you were looking for Annie? Yeah. Hi. Uh, I have her in my van. If you just want to come, come on down, buddy, oh, yeah. little buddy. Oh. What? 
I got, I got Eddie right in my van. She's waiting for you. Oh, your last name's Boltwood? That's My last name's Maxwell. <laughs> and you know what? We have, there's a fancy limousine downstairs. <laughs> All your friends are down there. Annie's there, and there's a bunch of candy. What's Ro- your favorite food? <laughs> Ronald McDonald's there, too. Come on. <laughs> Why does your van have a spray-painted sign on it that says, The end is nigh? <laughs> It doesn't matter. Just get in. Annie's in there. Could you help me with this couch? Annie's in there. (laughs) She was an American girl. Oh, man. And so we're at the rainbow room. And then this is and she just kind of come. They cut away from it. Like she starts saying it. Yep. And to, as opposed to being like, and I'm fucking crazy. They cut away to like Jonah at like doing the where's Annie bit. And he comes back and he's like, well, that's a lot to deal with. Uh, You know, I love you, but let's leave that out of this. I, yeah. I was like, no, let's, no, let's, I, I, I love you very much. Uh, what about all of the plans we had? What about this fucking? Dude, you couldn't have told me that you're breaking up with me on Valentine's night in the Rainbow Room, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. And we've been living together for a long time, and we've been engaged for a while. It's yeah. unhinged, but he, I think his his face here is reading like. Ooh, I am dodging a bullet yeah. on this. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. like at the end of it, it's, you know, he has received the laundry list of all the stalker shit, and he's like, "Okay, you know what? <laughs> totally fine. Yeah, I am going to go down to a bar, look like Bill Pullman, and we'll see what happens." Go, yep. I'm sure he'll do just fine. Exactly. I can afford a dinner at the Rainbow Room in 1993 when it was still an actual institution. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll go find some fucking date for Valentine's. Absolutely. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll finish the champagne. You go. <laughs> you go, you go, you oh, go. Oh no, he's because he does say like he could be there right now. He's waiting for you. Like go ahead. <laughs> you know what? I noticed crazy. there was a Wendy's downstairs. <laughs> I could just go back to my place. Yeah, I'll just take the Wendy's back to the the Plaza Hotel and <laughs> pig out. Because <laughs> I was, I was, I was going to shell out for the Rainbow Room because I was about to get engaged. I, I was about to get married here. I will have a spicy chicken. Oh, I guess just normal chicken at the time. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the best uh, bathroom experiences of my life at the Rainbow Room. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. say Wendy's. <laughs> <laughs> Some of them are sparkling. Eric. I'm shitting my heart out of the Wendy's. <laughs> no, one time I went to there was like a, a weird like Halloween party at the Rainbow Room. And I went and the bathroom, you walk in and all the urinals had um, like porthole windows at looking out into New York. Oh, that's cool. So you're just at this nice old school, big ceramic, like, uh-huh. you know, touch oh, yeah. of the floor big, urinal. Big honker one. Yeah. So just, and you're just like taking a leak oh, up the wow. world, dude. It was awesome. That's, that's amazing. amazing. <laughs> I was dressed as a blues brother. The whole thing was fantastic. <laughs> I was like, you got to dress as an NBC property if you're going there. <laughs> Do they, they're st- that's still around, eh? I think it kind of like clunks around here and there. Like maybe sometimes they try to reopen and then it closes again. Uh, I don't know what the status is. It's kind of like the Russian tea room in that way where you're like, is that open for business right now? Right. Or yeah. Isn't sometimes, it just a museum now? Well, sometimes yeah. it's been closed for 10 years and then other times it's open for dinner. It, you know. Yeah. Bad food, by the way. I'm, I'm sure. We, we only open for Bruce Durant's birthday. <laughs> It's easy, the old friend. We just do it for him. Hey, man, I love getting fucking stoned and taking a leak on the world, you know? 91 years old. Open up. Hot piss in the shitty time. Hot piss in the... Oh, hi, Laura. <laughs> Happy birthday, Dad. <laughs> so she goes there and like she has to like run out of the cab and the whole thing. And right before she gets there, Tom Hanks 
finally gets to his son and like he's weeping. It's very emotional. Like, <laughs> I am so shocked you're not in pieces right now. Yeah, I absolutely. really, I was preparing your funeral. I was writing your eulogy on the plane, actually. Well, and you know what? You're still going to have to use it because once you find him, you're going to have to kill him. Anyway. You, you have to. I mean, how can you trust so this kid ever say. again? Yeah, I already yeah. called the gravekeeper to get him started <laughs> on the hole next to your mother. All right. You know what? I actually think, yep. I think, I think I could throw you over the barrier <laughs> right down real quick. Uh, Chris, it's funny you mentioned that. I honestly thought Annie was going to show up, grab Jonah, and huck him over the side. <laughs> that's how you it, thought this movie was going to Yes, end? because it's like this crazy fresh. woman that's like, I need to leave a mark on his life, another <laughs> scar. Well, we got to start fresh. You got to have a good batch, honey. Yeah, this is yeah. the old crap. We're going to have a new baby. The new. He's going to put a baby in me. New model baby. He Put leaves behind his me. teddy bear, you see. Do you the know whole why? backpack, dude. Because That's a real that see something, say something. Is the part you throw away. <laughs> I wish I could participate more in this bit, but I'm pretty sure I've listened to like one Tom Waits album. Hey, Dad, are we going to Uncle Vernon? <laughs> Uncle Vernon. <laughs> Oh, dude, this kid would be doing a cemetery polka, that's for sure. Oh, we're all leaving together. Let's clap hands. <laughs> clap hands. Eddie, did your, <laughs> did your family make a fortune during World War II? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, that's part of the cemetery. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Uh, it's been a long sure. time since I've listened to that album. It's a great one. Uh, but yeah, so like he... They, like he's like, oh my god, we'll get a dog, you know. We'll just we're doing. He does the thing like we're doing okay, right? We're doing. Like, yeah, I, I would strangle this little thing. Death. Oh yeah, right there. Yeah, dead, uh, dead but, forever. You know, he's a little. He's a little sad boy. Yeah, he's you know, sad. we're doing all right. Yeah. I love Meg Ryan like getting there while they're coming down the yes. elevator, and this security guard is like, "Sorry, ma'am, observation deck's closed for the night," and she's like. Oh, well, oh, you know, I'm sorry, but I was supposed to meet somebody up there. And if I don't go see if he's there, I'm going to regret it. And this dude is just like, ah, you're one of those in a fair that remembers, huh? <laughs> oh, yeah. We get about five, six of you a week. Valentine's Day, there's a lot of you coming up. So, all right, get up Dude, there. Yeah, you're, the most, you're the prettiest one I've ever seen, that's for sure. <laughs> Usually a lot of uggos. Do, do people do that now for Sleepless in Seattle? Oh, like, yeah, maybe. Oh. You know, we closed the down. Oh, you're one of those sleepless in Seattle psychos. It, yeah, it totally could be. Psychos. But the thing that they <laughs> neglect to tell you, like, part of this whole fucking thing is, like, to ride up there to the observation deck, it's like fucking thirty bucks. Like they yeah. charge you. Oh to get yeah, up she's, there. she's 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 got it. I, she's, yeah, well, yeah, she's, the newspapers paying for it. Rosie gave, O'Donnell no, no, wrote she, her a fucking traveler check, or she gave the engagement ring to this dude. <laughs> In trade, well, it looks just like the one I gave my dead wife. Oh, thank you. I would just love it if he just got the movie completely wrong. If she if she's like, I have to, me and my, I have to. Blue Velvet, <laughs> <laughs> my wife's favorite movie. <laughs> Yeah, go up there. Don't take your clothes off till you're fully up there. Then you can wander wander around like Isabella Rosalina. Do you have the little mask? Do you have the little mask? Now, you might want to check. There could be a little teenage pervert in the closet watching you there. I just happen to have a Paps Blue Ribbon. She is kind of a Frank Booth because Annie wants to fuck. Annie wants to fuck. Annie does want to fuck, dude. And Annie... I got to say, I mean, I don't know what the situation is here because, like, Tom Hanks clearly rushing to the city, not yes. really probably thinking about getting a hotel room. They can't stay with Bill Pullman. <laughs> what? I mean, you know, the, the, that is the weird thing about this movie is that, it, you know, they, they see each other. Oh, mm. hi, Annie. Oh, hi, hi. And then they all, like, nicely walk into the elevator. But, like, that's the end of the movie. I, I, and I know I complain about this a lot, but for this movie and what this story is, 
I need a fucking next Christmas think, or next Valentine's I Day. I think because it's 93, we probably still have some basket case-esque Times Square yes. flop oh. house hotels oh, you can sure. stay You're totally in. right, dude. Sure. Just head towards, you know, head west. Go towards the river. <laughs> Find a nice, you know, 20 bucks a night, All right, 20 yeah. bucks an hour. Both of you could stay for 20 bucks an hour. The kid's extra, though, if you're going to be doing that. <laughs> oh, man. And uh, if Bilal comes, you just let him bite you. It's just, it's going to be fine. It's a little bit of history. Abel Ferrara shot some horse right here. <laughs> well, if, if, if Annie and Bilal shared a movie, they'd have, I mean, the basket case would refer to Annie. <laughs> yeah, that's actually true. Bilal would be like, I don't know, flying to Seattle sounds pretty nuts to me. <laughs> You're crazy, lady. <laughs> Calm I down. I don't know, weird twin brother of mine. This lady's nuts. <laughs> Uh, but yes, uh, they in the movie like gets you because you're like, oh no, they're just missing each other one more time. Yeah. But then he forgets the teddy bear. He comes back and like they don't. I mean, it's a nice ending again. Like yeah. bullet points, this movie is really sweet and nice. Yes, yes, yep. yes. the nitty gritty, not so much. No, once you pay attention to it, it's yeah. all out the window. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if you look right at it, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? The dark underbelly. He, he says, "You're Annie," and I just imagine him then doing like the mask. Into the fucking eyes bugging out. <laughs> he starts singing Cuban Pete for some reason. Uh, and that's the end of this movie. Yeah. Little dumb cartoon outro, which is one of the worst things I've ever seen. This Dude. Like, animated Empire State Building screensaver. The no, movie yeah, goes yeah. from Chicago to Baltimore to DC for a second to Seattle to New York to Stupid City. Yep, yeah. just it gets <laughs> the last stop. This CGI. I, Thing. It's, it's like early CGI, right? It, has to, it has to. Yeah. It looks yeah. like a computer animated thing. It looks like a, it looks like a building you could crash into in 1995's Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> yeah. It's yes. so terrible. It takes you right out of everything because yeah. it's such this beautiful little ending. Yeah, and we're trying to do these like cartoon stars. What? Like, just cut to that shit. This building thing is dreadful. Well, yeah, I'm trying to imagine fucking Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan. Going over to the plaza, getting one room for Jonah and one room for them to fuck for exactly a week. And then and, and this is being bothered by this fucking like CGI piece of shit. No, you know what they give? They give Jonah. They make Jonah sleep with Walter, Bill Pullman. Oh, yeah. Not sexually in the same. No, no, no. no, no that, that's what it is, dude. Right. Is the kid Jonah gets Bill Pullman's bed at his hotel room and Bill Pullman has to sleep in the bathtub. Yes. No, but you know what's going to happen? And this is their first time together. Emotional weather report. They're both crying at the edge of the bed. He's yeah. like, I can't believe she's fucking gone. And she's like, You're too good for me. I can't fucking yeah. do it. <laughs> and then like when they when they settle down or whatever, you know, one day she's gonna leave the gas on or something <laughs> to try to bring us all to an end. It yeah. would be funny if they're like cry fucking or whatever at the edge of the bed, and then it's just like Jonah and Bill Pullman going to see Jurassic Park in the theaters. <laughs> I don't know, kid. You want to hang out? I can't believe I'm using my tears as Lou. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you brought mom's beads. <laughs> Eight ball quarter pocket. <laughs> oh, that is the end of this movie. Would anybody recommend it? Chris Cabin? Uh, you know, if you haven't seen it, I would say watch it just because of how uh, it was just. It's, it was a phenomenon. When it came oh, out, yeah. it was human. You couldn't the, escape it. Everything was referencing it. It was crazy. Uh, so, yeah, on the, if you, I mean, revisiting wise, I, I don't think so. Like Steve said, it is a sweet movie. So, like, if you're just looking for something yeah. nice to watch, you know, 
that's that's fine. But like, as I said, once it comes into full relief, you're like, what the fuck is this? And what am I supposed to believe? Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, light recommend. Light recommend. Uh, Eric Siska. Yeah, no, I agree with the light recommend. I think it is a sweet movie. It's a nice movie. It's got its moments. They're both affable. I mean, there's great comedy moments. There's stuff to it, but like the nitty gritty, like we huh. say, is uh, it's, uh, not so nice. Well, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, so that's no, my I, review. I, was, I mean, I was cozy from the TriStar logo, man. It's a yeah. cozy yes, movie. Yeah. And that's a. <sighs> When that whole, when that fucking Pegasus or whatever the fuck Stark unicorn comes at you, like I'm having a good time. I you think know, it is a Pegasus. It I kind of always wondered though, because like obviously that's a horse actor. Sure, yeah. yeah. You, you know, so? it's, it's it's not animated. No, yeah, I think it's a real it's horse. A, no, it's two guys well, no, in a suit. <laughs> <laughs> well, the fucking best of those Halloween costumes ever. Yeah, we lost Don and Frank, uh, the two sides of the TriStar Pegasus. Well, because you know, like everybody knows about like Leo the Lion, the MGM sure. guy. Sure. What happened to that horse? Oh, I want to know, you know, is there some Long story about, dead, the, you know, oh, well, I know, obviously. Glue factory, my friend. Mm. Yeah, totally. I want to know, did I use the tri- <laughs> TriStar horse on like a fourth grade science project? <laughs> oh, yeah. Possibly. It's all on popsicle sticks now. That's <laughs> that's where good old and TriStar made is. made a really sad looking turkey one year. <laughs> it's... <laughs> You remember that? With his popsicle yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. They were all sad looking. Yeah. No, but it's it's a strong recommend. Again, the, the cast is wall to wall stacked. Everyone's really yeah. fun. I do think Efron's got a great ear for dialogue. Uh, sometimes it gets a little overwritten and snappy snap, but sometimes it's really fucking funny. And a lot of this movie is really fucking funny. Yeah, it's sweet. It's just insane, and we had a lot of fun with it. So if you love this movie, continue to do so. Yes, yes. We were just we're just having fun, folks. Yeah, I mean, please literally listen to what we're saying. Do not try this at home. We are professionals on a closed course. <laughs> uh, no, I, I like this movie. You know, I don't love this movie. I hadn't seen it in fucking ages, sure. so it was nice to revisit. It is very sweet, stacked as hell cast. Um, I do prefer this to You've Got Mail. So yeah, I agree. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. It's like four hours shorter, too. That's <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, much less Dave Chappelle in this movie, mm-hmm, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's sweet. The kid's a little weirdo yes. and, you know, whatever. But that's with any of these movies. But, yeah, again, don't look too closely under the glass. But at the same time, that is kind of fun, too. Yeah. It's fun <laughs> watching these 90s rom-coms and people are crazy and whatever. And, hey, holy shit, Victor Garber. Come on. Yeah. 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 Oh, dude. yeah, my guy. I'll also say, if you haven't seen it, and a fair to remember with Deborah Kerr and fucking uh, Cary Grant, fabulous film. Really Maybe wonderful. make that your Valentine's Day watching. Oh, yeah, and then follow it up with Invisible Child. With uh, That's right. Oh, no, no, darling. I lost my anal beads. <laughs> <laughs> they that- are made of pure jade. <laughs> <laughs> we have to find the jade anal beads before the night is through. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds like an awesome movie. Uh, I'd watch that. Absolutely. Uh, maybe I have. Um, okay, so that is going to do it for Sleepless in Seattle, directed, of course, by the late, great Nora Ephron. Uh, if you want more We Hate Movies, check out patreon.com slash We Hate Movies. Uh, we got a We Love Movies episode up there right now on The Big Lebowski. Oh, yes, yeah. and there's a ton of other episodes. You try to unlock that one. You unlock them all. Like, for instance, uh, we did a few uh, WHM episodes on that Patreon feed including Forrest Gump a yes. few years ago. Yeah, oh, sure. Yeah. Nice yeah. on that feed. Uh, so we got that going on. Of course, your your Nexus is going to happen. Yeah, we're talking about S-movies, Sleepless in Seattle on uh, Once in a Lifetime. We've got 
Sleepwalking in Suburbia. Yes. Absolutely. Very that, similar that sounds films. like a calling in. Oh, this is Sleepwalking in Suburbia. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah, I uh, I was sleepwalking and I fucked my neighbor and got pregnant. <laughs> like just immediately. <laughs> Fucks at home. That movie is insane and we had a lot of fun talking about it. I believe it's available now on Patreon. Indeed. Absolutely is. We got Gargoyle showing up on the Ooh, Animation Damnation. I know. Absolutely. Yeah. And that we're was... talking about Demona and Macbeth. There's a, the reason I I've watched it again yet, but we, the reason I picked it is this dude Macbeth, who's a bad guy, is just yeah. somebody doing a bad Sean Connery impression, nice. and it kind of rules. That's amazing. Yeah, the the cartoon gargoyles got me dead to rights. I am a fucking asshole villain. Yeah, I am the last Macbeth. Speaking of regal bad guys from the UK, we got Christopher Lee's Count Dooku yeah. on the Bleak Glossary. We'll be talking Excellent. about Count Dooku. My God. Hell yeah. And big, every big Monday. player in the Star Wars universe. Oh, yes. Every Major. single Monday, including next Monday, if you want to find out what our listener request month selections will be, you That's want to right. tune in to youtube.com slash we hate movies at, at about noon Eastern Standard Time, where we do on screen live. It's a great show. Mm hmm. Uh, we're talking box office numbers. We're making fun of new trailers like Mafia Mama starring Tony yes. Collette. Yes. We're and talking can, about shit we see in theaters. You can watch all the ones we've already done. You know, just you have to click live. There's a little button. You can watch the, all the archived live streams there. For okay. some reason, they kind of moved it out of video for yeah, now. Sure. I don't know what they're no doing. No fucking sense. Strange. Thanks, YouTube. Uh, but yeah, they're all there. They're all housed. Uh, so you got to you know watch those either in the replay indefinitely or it's fun to join the chat and watch live uh, youtube.com slash we hate movies now uh steve february is rolling on mm -hmm. i think there's one more tuesday it's a short month there's two more two more tuesdays, tuesdays. Yes. two 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 tuesday. more tuesdays that's right well at least next tuesday two, what are we two, talking about two 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 two, 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 two. no actually it's it's a one or uh it's the first uh and the romance continues on we hate movies that's it's right. my bloody valentine from 1981 oh yes. yes this is i can say right now it's a total recommend for me tom atkins oh yes it's, it's, it's great a, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a, a soft WLM. We, yes, we like to do that on yeah. this feed, too. And it's a you know fun horror classic that we'll try to mine for comedy. <laughs> oh, well done. <laughs> I love that. I mean, there's I can't do anything better than that right now. So until next week with My Bloody Valentine, I'm Andrew Chupin. Steven Sadak. Eric Sisko. Chris Cabin. Take it easy and happy Valentine's Day. That was a HeadGum Podcast.